I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab testing. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, 
for a militia. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I can hear what you're thinking, all your doubts and fears. And if you look in my eye in time, you'll find the reason I'm here. Cause in time all things shall pass away. In time you may come back someday to live once more or die once more. But in time, your time will be no more You know your days are numbered Count them one by one Like notches in the handle of an outlaw's gun You can outrun the devil if you try Outrun the hands of time 
In time all things shall pass away In time you may come back some say To live once more Or die once more But in time your time will be no Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, a little hairy heck there to start it out. A little just a fucking mm, as we barrel down the road of stupidity and insanity all together, lumped as one. Yep. Yes. Harry Heck. That's who that was. No, it's not. It's actually Mark Colley. Mark Colley is the guy who wrote that song and played that song in the movie The Punisher. Okay. Yep. All right, then. Well. I played the part, Harry Heck. I did a stupid thing today. What'd you do? I took the Band-Aid off the blister that Shane there all day. gave oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. and then I proceeded to stain my next set of planter boxes with a sock. Mm-hmm. on my hand mm-hmm. with no band-aid on my hand mm-hmm. so i have successfully stained my blister it's stained <laughs> are you going to try and claim like a different color now <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just wondering i mean are you gonna I'm say like i'm like green i'm sparkly green so um <laughs> i can't be racist anymore <sighs> i mean you know when i say gringo <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Just saying, dude, that's a great one, Griff. He read our shirts as domestic therapists. <laughs> well, we are. We could try that too. Domestic we're therapists and therapists. Yeah, hey, it's we're red. Yes, now I'm a woman of color. See, see, see how that works. See, now you're Mexican too. <laughs> Sweet, because you're a gringo. <laughs> yeah, gringo. Yep. And my mom stopped by to pick up the teenager, and I showed off my planted boxes, and I moved all of the pot plants out to the planter box because um. We were cleaning the pool deck. Mick was cleaning the pool deck. And uh, she I'd said. I'd say he got stung by a fucking bee. She said nothing. Well, of course, she doesn't even know what they are. Yes, yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. She doesn't care either. She doesn't. She thinks it's great now. Oh, of course. She does. <laughs> now she does. Oh, because Mick's not going to kill her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's, see, it's always about. I've, I've noticed the amount someone is an asshole is completely rational compared upon the distance they are away from away from you when you realize this trait. So for instance, if you realize and the guy's on TV and you realize the guy's an asshole, this guy's, he's a fucking asshole. The guy's on the radio. This guy, he's a fucking asshole. He's online in front of you at the bank. 
this guy, he's a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. You ever notice that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, no, she she loves it now. So um, I went over her house the other day to. What, plant pot? No, plant our. I was about to say, if she's going to start growing plants for us, I'm down for it. <laughs> to plant our, to make a trip. And so um, I was like, we just, I just want to go on the, we just want to go on the Bob Marley tour. Like the, day one. Well, it's actually going to be day two because at least we could do it with Sunday. We get okay. there Friday. We're okay, going on fuck. Sunday. That's fine. So, yeah. So um, that's fine because we'll just go down to the beach on Friday afternoon right after we get there. And yeah, we can get, we can score grass on the beach. Yep. Super quick. That's not an issue. Super easy. Um, and uh, and then we can buy rolling papers and bowls at the gift shop at the hotel. Buy them. I'm just bringing them. I've got a bunch. Why not bring them? Yeah. We'll bring rolling papers and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll that's bring stupid. That. Yep. We'll bring that shit because you're not going to get fucking. That shit's not going to get confiscated. You're not going to. They're not yeah. going to see that shit. We'll just throw them in the carrier. Or in yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. the checked l- luggage and yeah, it's all yeah. good. Yep. They won't even know it. So we'll get rolling papers here. I, I'm just. the One of the things I want. Oh, the bring, ones there are really good, though. The ones I want to get, or the 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 thing I want to get is, um, we get down there, we got to get a bong. That's the problem. As long as we don't use it, we can bring it back. As long as we don't use it while we're no, there. No, we're going to have to use it while we're there, because you know I don't like to smoke joints all the time. Yeah, but... I like to smoke a bong. I'm sorry. Wait, I guess we can get a bowl. I'm I'm a fetish smoker. You can call me an asshole, but I mean I, I know I you know. like smoking a bong. I really but... like smoking bongs. There's something about a bong rip that is way better. And even Justin agreed with me on this. I I gotcha. Justin didn't like. He didn't even like. But he we're liked, traveling. He like Jamaica month. I know. And down there, we can go out in the street and get a bong for like ten bucks. All right. Not even five dollars, and come back and smoke okay. for the rest of the week and get rid of the motherfucker when we're done. We'll leave it for housekeeping. Yeah, there's something like that. I don't give a shit. All right. We'll figure something out. It doesn't. If you're going to go, we're going to be down there for like 10 days. So it doesn't make sense to not get a bong. We always smoke out of a bong. I know. Tell me we don't. No, we do. We do. Your mom and dad will be fine just as long as we don't make a mess with them. No, we'll just sit on the balcony. On our balcony. On our balcony. Yeah. Yeah, Because we're in. we're staying in a villa. It's we only got a three bedroom this time. Oh, just a three bedroom. It's still like still like thirty one hundred square feet. Yeah, it's still like still you know. bigger than this house. No, it's well, actually, it's about comparable to this house. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But it overlooks the ocean and has a private pool. It's fucking insane. I mean, we overlook a pond and have a private pool. That's true. <laughs> just saying. Except that pool is not. This no, pool is not. Yeah, clean. no, no, not even close. <laughs> Like I just started, like I just, like you have no idea how much pollen I cleaned today. There was more pollen. It looked like a river. On the screens, just on the enclosure. It it looked like a river of nuclear green shit Mm -hmm. that was just dripping everywhere. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. It was, it was. So. We have a really, one of the things I. I, Can't drive to Jamaica, man. It's an island. I I love, I, I love you know, being in Georgia, I hate the fucking pollen in Georgia. I cannot stand it. It looks like a fucking alien is pissing every spring everywhere. Like the trees are getting it on. Like you have never seen. It looks like there's when it rains, it's like there's nuclear waste rolling down the side of the road. And you don't even bother to wash your car for like four for five months. months. No, for like yeah, for four months. You yeah. pretty much just say it's fuck just, it. Every car it's, is it's green. It's pointless. Every car is pollen green. 
we have a color down here. We do have a color that yeah. you can get a paint scheme for. It is fucking nuclear green. It's pollen green. Pollen green. <laughs> it's gringo. <laughs> <sighs> No, they are getting it on. I get it. It's it's a joke, but it's not a joke all at the same time because it's horrible. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's tree cum everywhere. Tree cum. I, I walk outside and it looks like like it rains. And then in the fall, it's tree shit. Oh my god! Like the, you know the the videos of the worms that we saw going around at, like from China or whatever. Um, it last fall. They weren't worms. I was like, dude, that's tree shit. We have that everywhere. And everyone from China was like, dude, that's tree shit. Like that we, it comes every year. Literally, it, they look like little worms, but it's tree shit. It's disgusting. It's everywhere. And it, it was weird because uh, I, I didn't think that that was such a big deal till uh, one day we're driving down the road and I was driving a little fast. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was driving with the kids and the kids were like, dad, go fast. <laughs> we want to get there. We want to get home quick. So I hauled ass down this road and the tree had dropped one of those things. It hit the windshield. I was doing about yeah, probably about 60 miles an hour. Oh, well, that those are the sweet gum balls. That's even different. In a 35 mile an hour zone. And when that fucker hit, it went everywhere. Yeah, and I no, was like, I'm uh, talking about anything. The, yeah, little, the little, little, the little brown thing. thing. Yeah. But it, the, when it splattered like worms. across the windshield. Oh yeah. Okay. I can see that. Made a pretty big mess. And yeah. then it took forever to clean off. Yeah. The sweet gum balls are terrible too, because like, they get stuck up under Seamus's paws, yeah. like in, in between because his paws are so freaking big that a sweet gum ball fits perfectly right in between the pad. So like and every toes. night before we go to, he goes to he bed, gets, uh, like, we got to clean as out his paws. As he's walking, like he'll start limping. I'll be like, come here, buddy. And I'll have to pick a sweet gum, sweet gum ball out of his paws. It's, it's ridiculous. So anyway. Well, he's huge. He also, <laughs> he's also like 200 pounds. I mean, yeah. forget that. Let's forget. Which is how I have said blister in the first place, because I I'm using a different leash for him because he, he broke the first one. And then the second one, um, no, I just gotta get him a new one for I, his size I now because those are rated on size. Broke the first one. Yes. So anyway, I have a rope leash, which is great. The rope, cause it's longer than the other one I was using. Um, Cause that one had a little, the, the second one I was using had a little pouch on it, but the whole pouch broke. So I was like, fuck it. I'll use one of the rope leashes. And there was a very little dog, like a yappy dog. Like it looked like a fucking cat. And, um, it was friendly until it saw that Seamus, Seamus's paw was like the size of the whole fucking dog. Well, the, the thing I got are like, is a Kong leash. The Kong leashes have, they're elastic. They have an elastic bit to them. And it's really good for big fucking dogs. If you have a really, really big dog, you go get these Kong leashes because they have an elastic part to it, but it's based on rated on size. So if your dog is constantly growing, you want to go two up from where he's currently at, because by the time you get it, by the time you get, get it into him, he's probably going to outgrow it at that point. Yeah. And the elasticity of the elastic part, which I got him a, a pretty diesel one for his age when he was a puppy. Yep. Well, now he's not a puppy anymore. Yeah, now no, he's almost full grown. He's run through And it. he snapped that motherfucker right in half without yep. a problem. He yep. jumped right through the spring in it and went <coughs> broke. So, yeah. So, so I got to uh, get him another one. So this rope one. leash is working great, but there was this little dog and I kept telling him no. And then the lady was like, are they friendly? And I was like, absolutely. And the dogs heard that and they were like, yay, we can go make a friend. And Seamus took off. He didn't pull me off my feet this time because I, I was like, fuck it. I ran with him. And, um, but he did pull the, the rope lead through my fingers and this one took the brunt of it and took the skin right off. So 
nice little fucking rope burn blister oh, on there. God, yeah, that's gigantic 200 pound jobs. This, uh, uh, so uh, it was funny because the other day, uh, the Amazon guy came to the door. <laughs> yeah, Seamus is Falcor. So, no shit, Seamus is sitting there and the Amazon guy comes to the door. He goes, Hey, um, I was sitting at the door and the, the, we have a inside the window shit blinds yeah so the dogs can't touch them which is awesome because they will try to dig their way through the fucking doors if they could anyway it's got the blinds and the blinds were up and the amazon guy's like looking at seamus <laughs> petrified he's like how big is your horse <laughs> i didn't know horses go inside <laughs> He's like, why do you have a horse inside your house? I said, I don't have a horse inside <laughs> my house. That's not a horse. That's a dog. And he was just like, holy shit. That's a really big dog. I was like, yeah, you can run. You're just going to die tired. Just let you know right now. And I mean, there's he's some fast. people. There's some. He's, he's got he's wheels. Really fast. He's got serious wheels. Oh, my God. There's some people in the neighborhood, though, that like they adore Seamus. And they're so excited that they get to, they've gotten to see him grow. So, like. One guy who totally looks like freaking Richard Simmons. I don't know if you've seen this guy. He lives on the other side of the pond. Straight up Richard Simmons. Freaking look alike. Not even kidding. Except like, who wants a body like this? Except with except with straight hair. Richard Simmons with straight hair. Okay. Because wow. Richard Simmons has got curly. Yes, but the same face. Okay. I he has you. the exact same I face, you. right? I okay. okay. Anyway, so he pulls up and he's like, and like, I just see this car pull up next to me and stop and. And then he rolls the window down and he was like, oh, he's gotten so much bigger since the last time I saw him. He's like doubled in size. And I'm like, yeah, Jeez. I'm like, yeah, he's all right, fella. He's almost yeah. done growing. You go on with your bad self. <laughs> he's a very nice man. I'm sure he is. <laughs> uh, when Seamus was born, he was nine pounds yes. coming, coming out. Seamus was nine, nine pounds. pounds. Oh, and mom delivered all babies vaginally, <clears throat> but yeah, just so we're um, all aware she was not fucking around. Yeah. And, and she uh, deserved, she delivered a litter of eight, eight, nine pound dogs. Just to give you an idea. Leo said, I saw a meme the other day of someone's huge dog sitting next to their vet with the entire rear bumper chewed off. Okay. There was uh, so I, hold there's on. a video of a great Dane mm -hmm. on Instagram that's going around. I just saw it today. Yeah. This FedEx driver walked into a vet's office to drop off. And minus my, my Jew, this great Dane is probably about a hundred pounds lighter and about a foot shorter than Seamus. I mean, Seamus is pretty skinny. So he doesn't weigh as much as. No, he's skinny. about 200 pounds. He's probably 175. No, he's, skinny. he's 200. I can't even pick him up anymore. He's right. 200. Pounds. Seamus is an Irish wolfhound. So. This guy walks by the dog, walks in, drops the packages, turns around to walk out, and the dog stands up. And this dude, this black guy, jumped about 22 feet in the air. Uh -huh. I watched him jump. <laughs> he, like, jumped backwards and yeah. landed on his ass and shit. Yeah. And then the guy got up because he's like, what's wrong? He didn't even do anything. He just sat up. <laughs> and he brought the dog over. The dog, like, went up to, like, What's your fucking problem, dude? <laughs> Guy's like, get him away! And you see him kicking and throwing his hands. I was like, what the what fuck is, is wrong this with you? This dude's deal. And then as you read on, mm -hmm. apparently he's scared to death of dogs. Well, what are you doing delivering a package to a vet? 
no office. Shit. That's where dogs are going to be. Dumb. And he tried to sue the vet office and the owner for being there. He's like, where else am I supposed to be? I was getting my dog checked out. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. I was like, wow, you're a you're mm. a dumbass. Mind you, I usually let Seamus run free around the neighborhood. Like when we go, I take them for a walk before I let the chickens out uh, in the morning. So, um, and I vary their walking time because I've been trying to vary our, our habits. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, uh, it, you know, some days they take them out at seven 30 this morning. I took them out at 10. It, it just depends. So, Hey, people <clears throat> of the, uh, people of the you know neighborhood, look, it's a fucking crap shoot folks. We'll be there when we get there. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you know why I try and vary my habits, why I yes. try and vary our walk, yes. my walking time. Yes. I'm not going to bring it up. Of course. It, you're, but you're good. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it, you know, it's, so it all depends. So sometimes there's a schnauzer that Seamus goes after. And sometimes I mean, he doesn't go after anyone. He's a fucking scaredy dog. He is the biggest goddamn scaredy dog you've ever seen in your he, entire he life. He literally is. Like, and people that he knows, he'll go up to them and, and like, he'll let, you know, he'll let them say hi. But the first time meeting you, like he'll run up, like he's all excited to say hi. And he runs up and he sniffs you. And then he gets real scared and he runs away real fast. And then he comes up close again and he's like, maybe you're okay. And then he runs away again. And I'm like, dude. And he does it with everyone. It doesn't matter. People, other animals, the dogs, goats, fucking cats. cats. Jesus. He, Mice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every, everything, everything. Everything. He's scared to death of everything. everything except the, He's the biggest pussy in really the world. Is. If he knew the dog, you would be like, that dog's the biggest pussy I've ever seen. Yeah. Fucking pussy. He really is. And the bitch howls. Yeah. He looks intimidating as fuck. Don't get me wrong. And he just learned to bark. Yes. He just learned to but bark. But he howls. He but howls all the time. The first time he really, like, the, he, he, because of course, you know, he barked occasionally as a puppy, but he first, like, he just learned a, to a bark guttural, in his, like, in his adult bark. voice. Yeah. And he was like, he holy shit, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he scared the shit out <laughs> He scared himself. He was like, Boof. and he was like, he jumped like fucking 22 <laughs> feet in here. It's like, what the fuck is that? But he gets up so every morning funny. and he plays. Oh, oh my, my God. To watch an Irish wolfhound play is so funny because they're so huge. And he dances. He, he dances. His paws are moving oh, yeah. everywhere and he's moving and jumping around. He's just like, look at me. I'm losing my mind and my paws are going everywhere. <laughs> so funny. And then he takes off running. And he can run. That's which is why I let him run loose around the neighborhood because, you know, I mean, he he gets low. And that's goes. it. Yeah. He'll just and he'll run a circle around the and the one thing that they both know and always understand is car because I started them out on car. They know if I say car, they go to the side of the road. Of course, Seamus being the dumb fucktard that he is will sometimes run across the street to me to go to the side of the road in front of the goddamn car. But He's huge. It's okay. It's not like the car can miss him. He's huge. Um, but yeah, he uh, I let him run free and he's just whoop, runs in circles. He runs. And then he goes for Annie and Annie comes and she she's taken. She just comes in between my legs. Which I actually I think is how I hurt my knee now that I think about it. I think Seamus ran me down again. Like he clipped me as he was running by. The fact that you don't remember also <laughs> means you have so a head much. injury. I didn't hit the ground. I think time. you did. 
I, I woke think up. your head clicked the ground and you were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> no. And you didn't even realize it happened. No, I know when I hit the ground. Um, I woke up this morning and I was like, what the fuck happened to me? My back hurt. My knee hurt. Like the back thing she I get. She came out and started accusing me of beating the shit out of her I last night not. while we were asleep. I did not. She's like, you did you the kick one. my ass? I and I was like, no, I didn't kick your ass last night. No way. I did not say that. It would have been that. more fun. <laughs> But I was like, wow, shit. I, man, like my whole knee is all covered in bruises. Yeah, I think Seamus hit me. Yeah. It's always that damn dog. Oh, anyway. beating the crap out of me. I swear it's not Blacked my out. husband. Yeah. I swear it's the dog. I swear it's not my husband beating me up. Bullshit. <laughs> you are so full of. All right. Oh, anyway. All right. Fuck around and find out. Start Fuck around and out. find out. Uh, we got to get this going and we're never going to get there. And, whatever we've uh, only been talking for like 25 minutes that's it i mean you know we always Bucket. open up it's a long show anyway it's a friday Ooh. oh we well, also have uh where is that big where, news it's in COVID. where is that because it's in COVID. that's my win yep i get to claim that one yes we'll get to that no i'm gonna go to it right now okay well we're gonna jump there i'm just opening those three right now and i'm gonna jump there can you do four yeah we'll try four Ooh, we're we're trying we're we're going we're trying something. We're going we're going hardcore here. There you go, official trailer. Where? The almost right almost here. To the there bottom. it is. All right, boom. Okay. All right, so folks. All right. I kind of willed this into existence without <laughs> willing it into existence un unknowingly. Um. <clears throat> anyway, it's out. We're gonna have a special show on Saturday that night. That would be tomorrow. Special at broadcast 7 tomorrow. PM. Well, we're gonna the so the live carpet, the red carpet starts at six PM. So we'll probably start we'll probably start about six thirty. Yeah, we'll start um, at six, six thirty. Look, this is gonna be just pretty much for the video. Um mm -hmm. and uh we'll we'll do some commentary beforehand and afterwards just to tell you what we think about it. But this um is pretty much around because I willed it into existence when I said that we had Mickey Willis on the show and Mick was like, so when are you doing pandemic three? And Mickey was like, I have no plans for that. And like less than six weeks later, he started working on pandemic three and, and it comes out tomorrow. Yes. And we're going to air it here yes. first. So you all get to see the first bit. We and, are having uh, an official pandemic three watch party. It'll be tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m. So yep. tune in tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Here is the trailer. So you all get a bit of vaccination. This is a war on the children. What do we got to lose, you know? A lot. Well, we got to, it's fair enough. You know what we got to lose is our children's future. That's right. This is worth doing because of our kids. A bullet is heading towards your child. This is a clear and present danger administered at the end of a public health administration needle. Nothing I've done in the last 18 months that has made me infamous or famous, take your pick, has been because I'm a lawyer. It's been because I'm a mom. I think the parents are the new warriors. I have eight children and I want to leave the world a little bit better and safer for them and for your children and for all of our children. Something is not right and it feels very much like when we escape communism in Vietnam. This gives them the opportunity to discriminate against 72% of black Americans because you're unclean. 
Black America has to wake up. Fear is immune suppressive, one of the most powerful things, second only to anger. So if you want to stay well, joy, hug, love, forget the narrative. When we do that, we become one. And that is what they're afraid of. That's why they locked us in our house. That's why they're pumping fear at us every day. It's a celebration of what we can use to connect ourselves into the organism called humanity, which then fully informed cannot be enslaved. I told someone the other day that lost their job, I said, you were freed. Take that freedom and figure out what you're supposed to do with it. We expect their conversation to be wide-ranging, to cover a range of topics of mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic. pandemic, So there you go, Pandemic 3. Um, and I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to get Mickey Willis back on the show. Yes. Uh, because this, this is what I thought it was going to be. This is what I thought that he was going to bring. I said, whatever you do in the next one, you, you, you got to put it all together. Because I felt like the second one kind of ended where it was still up in the air. It was still... Up for grabs, so to speak. And I, I told him that the day of the show. Yep. I told Mickey, I said, dude, you, you kind of let that sit weird at the end. I said, when is the third one? And he had no plans for a third one. And now well, there is. Now we got a third one. And look at all the shit he brought up. Look at he's saying, not only are we doing this, but we're also going to go after trafficking kids. Well, and Can't fucking wait, Mickey. Cannot fucking wait sound of freedom was it sound of sound of freedom sounds yes sound of freedom comes out july 4th july 4th yep right. yep and uh get your ass in there i know liana's been promoting the shit out of that yeah <clears throat> sound oh, of we'll, freedom. we we will be there we will be in theater on july 4th watching the sound of freedom. yeah because you're damn skipping there's and if you if you are seriously strapped and you can't afford the tickets uh angel studios that produced the sound of freedom does a really cool thing with all of their movies. Um, they have something called pay it forward. So if you go to the angel studios app and you can't afford the ticket, someone else will buy a ticket for you to go see it. They already have. Yeah. You just have to register for it. And if you can afford two tickets, one for yourself and one for someone else, buy it through the angel studios app and they'll pay it forward to someone else who can't afford a ticket. How fucking pimp is that? Yeah. They did the I, I, same. They did the same thing with their, um, their. Uh, I can't remember the 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 name of the movie um, that they had out in theaters. It, it was similar to the Passion of the Christ, but um, 
anyway, not this last the one with uh <clears throat> the chosen was a movie was a series yeah that that wasn't in theaters they did have a movie in theaters and they did the same thing they did the pay it forward program so anyway um either way july 4th that's where you need to be so yeah. if you can't afford it fucking go register on the website if you yeah. can't afford it and you can't afford two tickets buy a second ticket yeah so that way there, there's probably another Patriot out there who believes a lot like we do. However, that Patriot can't afford it right now because of what Joe Biden's done to us. Or they, they want to bring someone that they, they think will be really impacted by the movie and they can't afford the ticket for someone else. So you would literally be buying a ticket to help wake someone else up. So if you can, if you're, if you've got that type of money, do it. If you don't, this is a good thing. I, yep. I don't see this being a bad thing. The more people that we can get into us into theaters on July 4th to see this movie, and the more people we can get here on Saturday, tomorrow night, when we play Plandemic 3, this is the culmination. I, I told them that. I was like, hey, this has got to be like a, you got to culminate this. You got to make this like the peak. What is, you You got the valley. We're deep in the valley now with two. Let's get to three. And what's three? Three's um, got to be a peak. CLB, The Sound of Freedom comes out July 4th in theaters. It's the new um, Jim. Um, Caville. Caseville. Caseville movie. Yes. And uh, it, uh, honestly, oh, they they did a private showing of it in Vegas like a year and a half ago we just we just missed it it was very like very private very quiet kind of a thing but they couldn't find anyone to actually produce it to actually like pay for it pay to get it into theaters yeah. to finish it um and angel studios picked it up so, so they're pushing it out um definitely go check it out yeah uh, that's uh th again tomorrow night 7 p.m 6 30 p.m here yep for plandemic three we're gonna do uh a little intro we'll do a little talking we'll watch them come in and whatnot and yeah we know they're going to talk a little bit beforehand because they always do they're going to have they have some people on the red carpet like um uh jp is going to be there and uh dr david martin and dr judy and you know the the people that are in the movie they're don't all going to be at the it. red carpet thing. not mick not mick's not going to be there so don't worry about it yeah wano savings made his first appearance in his face not, not just boots and sausage fingers at the the private showing of oh. uh the sound of freedom oh he's going and, to no no he did in at the private showing oh. in vegas a year and a half ago okay well, that was the first time people saw wano fucked hard <laughs> i didn't say that wano fat so don't worry it's gonna be another week two weeks give it two more weeks stand by two more weeks nobody still caught on to that except what? for you fuckers what's that the, 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 the two weeks Two more weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Two two more weeks. Sorry. Two more weeks. Yep. Two two more weeks until ten days of thankness. You didn't have to. Uh, that's not a big deal. I am. We appreciate it though. We really do. Thank you very much. And thank you, Tammy, for the cookie. Uh, we didn't. You, I didn't know. Liana. I we honestly just found out. We I, found out like literally two hours ago. Not even. No. Not even. Literally, I went to. Um. It, we were busy working all day. Um. I. You know. I. I stained the bed and we were cleaning the pool deck. And so I ran out to get beer just before the show, like literally just before the show. And, uh, I started listening to a podcast in the car. Um, and I put on the high wire cause the new one came out and, uh, cause they come out on Thursdays. And the first thing they announced was that pandemic three was being coming out tomorrow. And I was like, Oh shit. So I'm in the liquor store signing up 
to get access to the live stream as I was buying you beer, not even, you know, 20 minutes before the show started. So, yeah, I literally walked back in and I was like, hey, we're doing a special broadcast tomorrow. Mick was like, I'm sorry, we're doing what? And I was like, yeah, Plandemic 3 is coming out tomorrow. Um, they're live streaming it. And Your baby. Is, since, since you were the impetus behind it, we're watching it. And he was like, yep, yes, we are. Yep. So there we are. So we will be watching Plandemic 3 tomorrow. Movie kicks off at 7 p.m. We will kick off the show at 6.30. Um, you know, takes us 30 minutes to intro shit anyway. So just what about anyway. Anyway, so, moving right along. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Here you go. Universal law banning transgender students from using the bathroom that affirms their gender identity is facing some challenges tonight. A police report details an incident when a trans student allegedly assaulted girls in a school bathroom. Fox 25's Peyton May looks into the issue. In May, the Oklahoma legislature passed and the governor signed a bill into law requiring students to use the bathroom according to the sex on their birth certificates. But the Secretary of Education and soon-to-be State Superintendent Ryan Walters says an incident reported in October could be violating that. This is unacceptable and will not be tolerated here in the state of Oklahoma. An Edmond police report states that a student allegedly hit girls in a bathroom at Edmond Memorial High School. The report states that the student involved was born male and identifies as a female. Walter says the state will be taking action. I will be announcing an investigation into Edmond Public Schools to find out what happened, what was the breakdown here, how was this allowed to take place, and I will require all public schools in the state of Oklahoma to indicate to parents what their bathroom policy is. Fox 25 reached out to the Edmond School District. A representative confirmed the incident and added that the student's birth gender was unknown to administrators since parents did not provide a birth certificate for enrollment. The district has a policy that requires students to use restrooms according to the sex listed on their birth certificates. The district statement says, quote, those involved in the fight have received consequences in accordance with both district policy and state law. The district would not comment on what those consequences are, but confirmed that the student involved no longer attends Edmond Memorial High School. In Edmond, Peyton May, Fox 25 News. And just this afternoon, Edmond Superintendent Angela Grunwald sent out a video to parents. In that video, she addresses the incident at Edmond Memorial. Now you may ask yourself, how can that happen? It's hard to explain, but if a parent comes in and enrolls their child as a certain gender, and when you look at that child by all social norms, they look and present themselves as that gender, it's not something that you would question. Also in high school, birth certificates are not required to start school. So there was no birth certificate um, in the CUM file at the time to Now, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Birth certificates are not required to start school because I'm telling you what, right now I'm enrolling our child in public school. That That's exactly where I was going. So if you give me one second. Okay. I, I, I'm about to give you the floor in one second. Mm -hmm. She just said that once again, birth certificates are not allowed. I heard a conversation today. Mm -hmm. Or not required to start school. I heard a conversation today, right? Mm -hmm. Conversation kind of went like this. VLAN is on the phone. It was somebody from... The new school. The new school that the we're, high school. the kids going to. And they said, okay, so on Monday morning or whenever you're going, um, you need to bring in a birth certificate vaccine record no no they already have his birth certificate they oh. they needed an, a current utility bill she utility said i already bill. have his birth certificate and his passport 
and a vaccine record. I just need his utility bill and his vaccine record. I said, Correct. well, the vaccine record is going to be a problem. <laughs> so she but, said, well, he's going into 11th grade. He's doing a new shot. I was like, he's not getting any shots. She said, well, there's a form you have to fill out then that says, well, that, then that you, we'll fill it out. That it says you disagree and you have to get it notarized. I said, no problem. I said, actually, I already had that letter on file with the last school. Um, actually I had it on file. With, uh, I tried to give it to the middle school and they said all I needed was the vaccine record with the doctor signing off in the exempt column on the far right of the vaccine record itself. Um, but it's absolutely no problem for me to get a notarized letter for his medical exemption for vaccinations. Or if it's easier for me to just go the route saying that I disagree on religious grounds or whatever grounds, I'll do that too. I don't give a shit. You're not injecting anything into my child. But when I first enrolled him, and uh, I had sent his birth certificate off to the uh, the State Department to get his passport renewed. I still had his old passport. So when they asked me for his ID, I sent in, I sent the copy of his passport. You know, even though it's expired, it still shows his picture, his date of birth, yada, yada. Actually, it wasn't expired. It doesn't expire until this month. No, no, it, it's it expired. No, 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 it expires 15 June this month. That's when it expires because they wouldn't accept it unless it wasn't a non-expired passport. It's not expired. When okay. Turned anyway. it, in. it doesn't expire till 15 June right. of this month. So that's the it problem was, with it. It was still valid. So right. I sent that in his ID and they, they, she called me back because this isn't the first conversation I had with her. She called me back and she was like, hey, I got the the passport, you know, I got all the documentation. That's great. Um, but I need to, I need the birth certificate to prove that you're his parents. Okay, no problem. So I actually had to, it was quicker for me to send away to the state of Georgia to get another copy of his birth certificate than wait for the fucking state department to send me back his birth certificate from the passports. So <laughs> I paid 10 bucks and I got a copy of his birth certificate from the state of Georgia. Um, and you know, sent that in, but they required his birth certificate. So for them not to require a birth certificate for him to go to school, I'm calling that as bullshit. Well, not only that, one of the other things I don't like, I agree with you. I, I, I yeah. agree wholeheartedly with you on that. One of the other things I don't like about this, let me bring this back up because I want you guys to look at this. Why is it every time that we see like school administrators or people for schools, they're always dancing. Yeah. Did did y'all notice this? Yeah. She's like moving. Look at her. Watch her body language. I'm look, folks, I'm big on body language because I was trained to identify liars. She is lying. She is lying her fucking ass off. I can't prove it, but I can tell you this. I can look at this woman right now. And I can tell you that she is lying just by her body language. She's giving off all the wrong signals for somebody you should instinctively know and trust. This is odd. And I don't like it that I see it with all school administrators. Look at any news. We just got a new superintendent in Savannah. I saw her on TV this morning. Yep. This bitch scares me. Well, thank God our kids don't go to school under her, but yeah. Because her body language tells me that she is not the right fit for the job. You can tell that she has cognitive issues talking to a microphone. Listen, this job sitting here like this, talking to a microphone, talking to all of you who are on the other side, everywhere else in the world, not in front of me. It's not easy. It's not. You have to. It, it was it was hard for us at first. We yep. got used to it really quick. There were a lot of people 
like I, I didn't realize how bad it is. But when you start bringing people and you put a camera and a microphone in front of them. Heather took to it real easy, but I did try. I remember I, I did another show. Yeah. Um, I like tried to do start a, it out, tried to start off another show yep. with someone else. And, and I mean, he's a real super nice guy, smart dude. super smart, but just very stilted and awkward and Could not just couldn't relax in front of the microphone. Exactly. And, uh, it, let me tell you something. This is not that type of awkwardness. This is an awkwardness. Like I've got to move because if I stop moving, I'm going to start telling the truth. That's the type of awkwardness that she's giving off. And that is really scary. And it's not like that. I have to move because I can't sit still. Like I bounce back and forth in this chair all the time. I mean, you know, I can say that our kid gets his ADHD from you, the one jab that he got he ever got in his life, but no, he got that shit from me. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, because you can't sit still for five I can't sit, unless I'm sitting on the back porch smoking. And even then I'm watching TV and playing on my phone at the same time yes. as that I'm smoking. Like I, I cannot, I have to be doing at least two things at once. So this is not that I'm just saying this is not that. Yes, Lindsay, and you know this wasn't her first take. This was a pre-recorded video. She is lying her ass off though. I'm just telling you, I can just see it in her body language. Watch how she acts and compare that to people that you've seen talk honestly and people that you've seen lie to you and compare it. Just tell me if you see it because she's not telling the truth, folks. She ain't. This is all bullshit. This is grade <laughs> A bullshit. That's the problem. Verify one way or another. Grunewald also added that the student was only in. Of course, they ended it, but yeah. she's like bouncing around. I mean, if you watch this video from the start, she is. All... That gender? It's well, not something move. that you would question. Watch also, your in high school, birth certificates are not well, required. Her and her hand was constantly so there was no that birth certificate back in the court file at the time hands to verify one way or another. I realize that there are people that talk with their hands and shit, but look, even Hitler didn't do that, though. People that talk with their hands just have the most obvious body language. They, they're very obvious. Even Hitler talked with his hands, but she is obviously trying to keep the camera back away from her and it's, she can't control it. I love because people that talk with their hands because it's all, they tell you exactly what they're thinking. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And if they give you one of these, you know, you're number yep. one in their world. Either like, way. I, and it's funny, you know, being in front of this, being in front of this microphone you really start to pick up on your own tells, right? So you see them because, because you physically see them. So when I go to change a video and I know you guys see this all the time, if Mick's talking and I go in to change a video, you'll see me put my hand, you know, on my chin as I'm thinking, right. Hmm. Or sometimes as, as we're doing, you know, as we're doing the show, like I'll see myself put my hand. I do this a lot. I put yes, my finger do. on my nose. <laughs> That now you're giving away my poker tails so. on you. Fuck. I gotta come up with new ones. Shit. But it's really interesting when you start to become aware of your own tells to watch for other people's body language, to watch for their tells. Even if you're not trained like Mick is. But that's what I've been trying to get you guys once to you, listen once you to. start watching people. I mean, people say they love people watching, but do they understand what they're really watching? Trust 
your gut. Exactly. Your gut will tell you everything you need to know about a person. You know, and it's funny that you say that because I was, I was reading a, um, I think it was a Substack or an article this morning. Um, uh, it, it actually it was about uh, childhood vaccines and SIDS and all that. Right. Um, and that a hundred percent of SIDS cases are within 72 hours of childhood vaccinations. Do you know what 86% of those, um, you know what 86% of those deaths are though? Hmm. Too? They're uh, allergic reactions. No, they're uh, families. They're people. You're born into a family that does not have a pet. 86% of the SIDS cases they back in the nineties, they don't have a pet in their house. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Because if you have a pet and you survive, what does that tell you? Uh, either the, the pet sensed the distress that the infant was in and woke up the parents in time, or there's something to do with the frequency or potentially their, their immune system something that has already been to. activated right. and their, their the IgG4 has already activated. So their immune response, their allergic response isn't as severe. Somebody doing a study something found like that. out that 86% of the kids <clears throat> in the nineties that died from SIDS, there was 86% no pet. of them, there was no pet in the house. That's it was one of those allergy free areas. Yeah. That's, and that is a weird thing that, 86% of the kids that That's died crazy. from SIDS didn't have a pet in the house yet all the ones that survived SIDS or, and then there was a bunch that obviously didn't survive yep. that had a pet in the house, but. Okay. But now you get me off track. What was it that you said that I was relating back to? Cause now you threw me off my point. I don't remember where I was going with it. I hate it when you do that. I just, I just know that we were talking about <laughs> dogs, cats, SIDS. No, it was before, before that was something you said. Oh, y'all remind me. What were we talking about? <laughs> You're killing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you went, ah, uh, and then you went, I don't Motherfucker. know. Motherfucker. Anyway. Okay. Batman, but, what's going on, bud? Haven't seen you in a hot bit. No shit, How huh? How you doing, brother? Four-legged and two-legged children from Batman. Hey, yeah. fuck yeah. Hey, no, I'm dead serious, though. Dogs, like, that's that's a big number. Like, that, you were on the SIDS thing. Um, you were, you were saying that 96% of the yeah, cases, but there's, what? there was a, uh, happened with, a study with a happened within, uh, um, within 72, within 72 hours, hours of, of, the of childhood vaccination. But there was something you said that was like exactly what they said in this, in this sub stack and I'm, or this article. And I'm trying to remember now what it was. So, uh, I'm just letting you back. know, I, I'm just, Oh, Liana has got a Batman bone. She does. Yes, she does. It glows in the dark too. From what she said this morning, I want to see that madame that glows in the dark. I want to see that because maybe we can find what glows in the dark. CLB. How is that something they would track? Well, they're looking for any possible reason for these children to be dying without having to blame the vaccines. Yeah. They've been trying for what was the newest one you just read the other day. You just told me that we're the cause of you yeah. all having oh, I heart read attacks. That last night. Yeah. 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 That you're the, we're the reason of you all having heart attacks because we tell you the real shit and you have a heart attack according to this. Yep. I don't get it. I was afraid like that would happen though. What's that? That. We're going to get blamed for it. Well, no. We're going to get blamed for everything. No, no, no. That as people woke up to the actual issues with the jabs, they would lose hope and they would die just from lack of hope just because they thought they were going to die. 
Somebody, uh, there was a story this morning. I just read it. I got a, uh, I don't think I printed it, but there was a story this morning that was just talking about, there's a lady in Norway. She just did a study on that um, lack of hope. She mm-hmm. actually called the study lack of hope. She said that people that got the jab that are now finding out that people are dying from it just from that is suppressing their viral immune system Yeah, just from the lack of hope, just because there's no hope. Remember it what? suppresses their, their immune system completely. And you up and Dr. Judy said in that trailer to pandemic three, that fear is it kills your immune system. Correct. The, the, yeah. She got that from that yeah. Norwegian but, study. But, but fear, I mean, it's true. You know, we talk about it all the time. Fear, fear, fear is the number one killer of everything. Fear is the mind killer. Yeah. <laughs> doom. Exactly. Damn it. I hate doom. Fuck around and find out. Can't wait for that one to come out. We're yeah, going to I know. do a fucking can't. live stream for that Our, one too. No, we can't. We won't oh, be able to do that. Paid. Yeah, it's gonna be a pain gotcha. thing. But we are. We, it is gonna be a movie weekend though, because we're gonna do Pandemic Three tomorrow, and then on Sunday we're gonna play the new Stu Peters movie. Um, even though he's even a though shell. he's a shell, but he's he's come down. He's come down our line. He's talking about end times and revelations. So it's a good Sunday movie to play. <laughs> and we've got a couple others. Too, yeah. And then uh, Satan I, Unbound I've, and, I've and yeah, that. one or two others. So I've been yeah. told that that's stuff we need to watch. Yeah. So, so interesting stuff coming on Sunday. So All right. Check out Sunday. But so we'll keep going. More to fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Real killer. It took the debt ceiling out to the January 1, 2025, a year longer than the Republican bill proposed. Here's a piece of information for your viewers. I just heard it tonight from the speaker in the conference. He said the reason that happened was his call. It wasn't even asked for by by the Democrats. He didn't want to end up in another negotiation with Joe Biden next year because he believed that they would ask for more. That's what he said. I, that, you understand that's a four trillion, maybe five or six trillion dollar increase in debt that we just let him have. And the speaker says he made the call. Well, that's why the, the starting point in this negotiation, which Speaker McCarthy insisted on, was that we would postpone facing this again, at least until the end of next year. Yeah. So uh, we were in conference the other day and Kevin admitted that he was the one that made that call. And he said he made that call because he thought we might be in a weaker position as a party uh, next year. It was Kevin McCarthy all the way. He told us that personally in conference. McCarthy did this because the party would be weaker a year from now. Remember, let's go back to the original deal, $1.5 trillion and or, you know, March, April, May, whenever the deal got done, one year. So he's saying in May, let me wait, let me think this through. Let's think this through together. In May of 2024, the party's going to be weaker. Well, how can the party be weaker? Let me think about that. We got the leverage. So let me think. Let me th- oh, that's right. It's the end of the primary. I told you this was 100% to take the leverage away from Donald J. Trump. The party will be weaker because Trump will be the nominee. They just gave Joe Biden a clean debt ceiling. It's quite clear what happened now, and McCarthy has got to go. And Kevin McCarthy, just understand this. You're going to go. You might not go tomorrow, but you're going to go. You cannot govern 
We're not chasing Chris Ray today, and we're not going to chase J6. They're going to happen in the time they happen. In Ecclesiastes, there's a season for everything and a time for everything. This is not the time for that. This is the time for saving the country financially and economically, and we're not going to let bad, stupid, evil people like McCarthy and that group of hacks around him sell this nation out on your money. You're heard on that audio saying that you've, quote, had enough with President Trump and that you would tell him to his face, it would be your belief that he should resign. Do you still stand by those comments? Look, I never told the president to resign. It was a conversation that we had about scenarios going forward. We came together as a team in 2015. We put together an agenda. We are executing. Look, <clears throat> I have, uh, Please take that shitbag's face off I, the screen. I, I, I told you all a while ago when Kevin McCarthy got elected, this was going to happen. Okay. I told you all a while ago that this was going to happen. Kevin McCarthy needs to go. Marjorie Taylor Greene, every Republican that voted in the yay for this debt ceiling approval needs to be removed from office. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is this hard? Yes. The hard right is always hard. The easy wrong is always easy. That's why they call it the hard right over the easy wrong. They don't call it the easy right over the hard wrong. They call it the hard right over the easy wrong because the hard right right now is to get rid of MTG. Is Get rid of Kevin McCarthy and any other motherfucker that signed on to this bill. And if you signed on to it, sorry, you're not MAGA. If Donald Trump and there, there's, there's a possibility of this theory I have. Stand by. <laughs> this is one I've got to float right now because I have absolutely no proof for this. But if Donald Trump's plan was to bring everything to the forefront, every I mean everything. I mean the right, the left, the center, every dirty motherfucker in the government. How do you do that? How would you do that? And I'm asking for a friend, but how would you do that? Seriously, if you wanted to smoke out all of the bad guys, right? Let's say... And I'm thinking about it from my point of view. So I'm way outside the box. I would the give box. them all information that they wanted to hear. Okay. So let's examine. Let's take a second because I've never seen Steve Bannon get that excited on a camera before. I'm going to be honest with you. Steve Bannon is not known for getting excited like that. To see Steve Bannon to actually get angry like that tells me I'm not wrong in what I'm thinking here. We always said that Donald Trump wasn't stupid. We always said that Donald Trump was a smart man. He knew what he was doing. He's got a business sense about him. He can read people. He can talk to people. He can have a conversation with a person. He can, the same way you and I do it. When you walk up to a customer's house and you knock on the door for the first time because they called you, you know how to talk to somebody. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't trust the man because he still has some major questions in my corner. But when I see him do stuff like this, 
to where he came out the other day about Joe Biden tripping over nothing. Oh, by the way, there were no sandbags. There were no courts. There was nothing there. I saw the floor. It is smooth. There's nothing there. He tripped over nothing. He tripped over his own fucking feet because he's not cognitively, mentally stable to hold the position he currently has. That's the reason he fell over. I mean, I trip over my feet all the time. Does that mean I'm not cognitively, mentally stable to hold the position? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a, it's it, look folks the reason we didn't really talk about this last night oh, joe, we'll, and we'll get joe biden falling over himself we did. listen we did we, 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 did. we played the video but the reason we didn't spend a lot of time on it the rest of the world is looking at us the whole world is looking at us mm -hmm. they're watching this they're watching our president trip over his own two feet and fall flat on his fucking face yeah wearing slip like slip resistant sold shoes just throwing it out there folks that's what they see. That's why I didn't bring it up. That's why I'm not going to talk about it much. But this shit, this shit with Steve Bannon where he's getting angry about it. That means what Kevin McCarthy just did proves everything you and I have said mm -hmm. for the last two years. Yep. That it is two wings of the same bird. Yep. And they're all out for Trump's neck. Absolutely. Which automatically tells me, even though I don't want to vote for the man, even though I don't want to vote for Trump, if everybody's out to get Trump, I'm voting for Trump. Mm. Why? Because normally when you're all out to get somebody, it's that guy who's going to save your ass. You know, it was really funny today. This is interesting. So that weird shoe that Joe is wearing. Yeah. That hybrid yeah. dress shoe sneaker. Yeah. Okay. Now. Sketchers. All the leaders in Congress are wearing hybrid dress shoe sneakers into the Oval Office. Like H Hakeem Jeffries was photographed wearing a hybrid dress shoe sneaker in the Oval Office today. To make Joe feel better to, about. To normalize the shoes that Joe is wearing. And people are asking, is that appropriate to wear in the Oval Office? Well, fuck, Fetterman shows up in goddamn cargo shorts and a hoodie. So what is appropriate anymore? It wasn't cargo shorts. He was in basketball shorts and a hoodie. That's even worse. It is. But I guess that's how you walk in the Oval Office these days. I mean. I mean, seriously. I, dead serious. If you became president, I would literally walk through the White House in dirty jeans with stained fingers but you know and what, a t-shirt that says sorry i'm late the chickens are out with a dog at my heels but you know what, can though? fuck off you know what though <laughs> the point is listen no listen the difference there is you do that every day in front of a camera you walk out here with bruises all over you you don't look you don't look like fucking melania you got cuts bruises you're not walking around looking like a fucking ten thousand dollar fucking Look at me. Uh, you you take me out to dinner and treat me right type type woman. You're a woman. Yeah. I walk in there wearing what I wear to work. Yeah. Good luck. 
I'll walk in there in shorts and a t-shirt and be like, what's up, dude? What do you need fixed? <laughs> Heard you got some shit that needs to get fixed. Garage door specifically, because that's all I do. So you're <laughs> fucked if it's not that. Oh, you need me to fix the economy and the society and that's, the culture? That's, and well, I could do that domestic too. Domestic and international problems? Hey, I okay. can do that in my off time. I'll do that in my off time. Yeah. My work time is just for garage doors. So what garage door in the White House is fucked up? I'll fix it. I, oh. It just... It, <laughs> no, you you're real. LG, I like the Vic, I like the rose gardens. I would tear up the lawns and turn them into victory gardens. You're real though. People would people would understand. Everybody here understands that because they expect V Lynn to show up Saturday morning and say, Hey, look at what I did with chickens this week. I was fucking this chicken holding its legs up here, going, look at me. Ooh, ooh. But that's plants are bad. That's a real thing. That's something <laughs> all everybody here can connect. <laughs> we all understand that. You all understand the same thing we understand. We know what it's like to push a paycheck out for like two weeks. We know how to go to where we're that close to being broke. Yeah, dude. I paid all our bills and I was like, sweet, I got 300 bucks left for groceries. That'll last a week and a half. How, see, what does that do for you all? Do, do you understand? We're in the same boat. But then I talk to my friends and they're like, dude, I'm like four or five months behind on my mortgage. And I mean, like my car, you know, they're calling me about my car note and I'm like, hey, can I pay you, you know, a little bit here and a little bit there? Like, I mean, I got friends that are putting, you know, 50 bucks a week towards their $1,500 mortgage and they're fucked. And it's not like they're not working. Nope. They're working the same jobs they've been working for years. But their money doesn't, they're like, I'm literally debating between feeding my children and paying my electric bill. But if I don't pay my electric bill, I can't cook the food to pay to feed my children. Like, look, when we, um, <clears throat> one of the things I did, uh, one of the big things I realized actually when I retired, it wasn't at all, it, when, when I looked at, the money part of it. When I retired from the military, I was looking at it going, Oh, well, this is not really that much money. But when you look at it, it's congruent income that you never planned on anyway. So stop planning on it. And when you stop planning on it and you don't plan on that income anyway, it's just extra shit. So I've always looked at money that way. So if you've got money that starts congruently coming in from just some other place, and you never planned on that to begin with. Well, I planned on that because it replaced your paycheck from the military. But well, you, you know. planned on it. I didn't. I just automatically, yeah, just here. Here's take that. for the bills. Yeah, this takes care of that. Which is why I pay the bills. That's why I just give I, her all my money. I know. So if you're smart, you have a, a VLAN, go get a VLAN if you don't have one. But go find one. I mean, honestly, though. You know, I, and they're the easiest ones to take care of. I I talked to I talked to our friends who are really they're they're really struggling, and and then we sit down at the dinner table, and our kid goes, "Man, we're eating steak and potatoes again." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Yeah, there's like people out there that would be dying for the food. He's like, eating. you know, and I said that too to him. Yeah, and he's you like, said what to me? No, stop, stop. No, no, no. No, you said no, 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 stop. He doesn't know. Because yeah. I was about to drill his ass. I, I was going to be like, bitch, you're eating better than most kids in the world right now. And and so what did I do? I went out and I bought a shit dinner 
literally like dinner in a box. Oh my God. That was so horrible. It was so bad. Do you know what it did to us? Oh, I was on the shitter for up. two days. It seriously fucked us up, but it was like orange chicken and it was like stir fry, which once harvest comes in, I can totally make from scratch from home and he'll be totally happy. But I was like, here, you want shit food? Here's shit food for a night. The other one, the, the little one was like, well, we have a choice. Can I macaroni and cheese? Well, fuck yeah. I made a homemade macaroni and cheese from scratch. He was happy as a pig and shit. But, uh, and the first one was happy too, even though it was shit dinner. But I, you know, I, I'm like, look, we are, we are food rich and cash poor, but most people are food poor and cash poor. Yeah. So we are way up above. I don't have to worry about, do I pay our electric bill or do I put food on the table? Because there's always food on the table because I grow it. My question is, do I pay our electric bill or do I pay our car payment? It's some Man, days, some months, it goes one way, know, some months, some it goes months the other it goes way. Another. It depends on the month. But again, where do you all sit in the same boat? Yeah, no shit. See, even Dev's talking about ramen. Fuck. Holy shit. Dude, you our wanna, kid loves ramen. Dude, I so nasty. I can make ramen in 365 different fucking edible variations. I've learned how to cook ramen in different places and different parts of the world. And let me tell you something. I can make the shit out of some ramen. But seriously, though, she grows it. <coughs> Why eat the shit if she grows the good shit? And holy shit, I, I can tell you right now, I just don't eat. Going outside the house, I hate going to work because I know I'm going to have to eat at some. If my boss is working, I know I'm going to have to eat at some shithole place that I'm going to feel fucking horrible after. Because after I eat that, I, I don't know what it is. It's just not real food. It's all processed shit. And I did a little you feel horrible. I did a little test this week. I didn't harvest anything all week. I'm harvesting tomorrow morning before the show. So the last time I harvested was last Friday. So it's been a solid seven days. I wanted to see how big the green beans in the electroculture garden would grow versus the green beans that were outside the electroculture. Okay. Even though they're an electroculture garden, they're in a separate bed that doesn't have an electroculture antenna in it. So separate soil. And I mean, the difference is night and day, but I haven't harvested green beans in a week. I'll be harvesting them tomorrow on your damn skippy. We're eating chuck roasting green beans for dinner tomorrow. But, um, Fuck yeah. and, and potatoes, cause those have, some of those have to start coming out of a bag too. And oh my, the difference, the green beans, not in the electroculture, like not even the size of my palm, the ones in the electroculture bigger than my whole damn hand. <laughs> Just saying. But you know, we we're truly blessed and I really hope that more people start. It's so easy to grow green beans. Seriously. It's so easy to grow lettuce. It's so easy to grow potatoes. I mean, it's so easy to grow almost anything. Yeah. Really pot pot. The one thing we need weed grow your own weed. Start there. If you don't think you have a green thumb, start with weed. It's literally called weed for a reason. It will grow literally anywhere actually if, if you think you can't grow anything grow dandelions you know you can eat the entire dandelion all the way down to the dandelion root she got in this whole dandelion kick now i'm gonna have to deal with this you for like the next are. three months yep well dandelions are kind of they've died back for now although i did pick some off of bees lawn the other day and made some dandelion salad <laughs> you can eat dandelions all the way down to the stalk yeah. i mean you can eat it all the way the down whole the thing yeah. yeah yep they're great great for you good food but anyway 
Oh, moving around. We'll get back uh, to food in a second. Is this uh, fuck yeah, around? Yeah, new ones. Uh, yeah, that's what is this? Fuck around. This is the last one to fuck around, right? Mm. Fuck around and find out. Oh no, maybe this is what. Yeah, this is the last one to fuck around and find out. Yeah. And then we're in what the fuck. And then we're in what the fuck. Yeah. Austin is speaking out about China's defense minister and the uh, the minister declining to meet with uh, the uh, uh, defense secretary on the sidelines of the Shangri-La dialogue in Singapore this week. Here's what he said earlier today. Watch. I think that's unfortunate. I would welcome any uh, any opportunity to uh, to engage uh, uh, with uh, with leadership. I think defense. Uh, departments should be talking to each other uh, on a routine basis or should have uh, open channels for communication. Austin also warning that he's concerned about having an incident that could, quote, very quickly spiral out of control due to recent Chinese aggression on international waters and airspace. Joining me right now is Fox News senior strategic analyst, chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, General Jack Keane. General, always a pleasure. Thanks very much for being here this morning. Yeah, delighted to be here, Maria. And this is something we talk about all the time. Uh, I mean, are we getting close to something spiraling out of control? Look at all of the issues around the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, we've got suspected Chinese spies reportedly posing as tourists uh, to try to gain access to military bases in Alaska. General, your thoughts on where we stand here with the relations with China and why it feels like the U.S. is constantly begging for a meeting. Well, no, I don't think that's the case. I mean, keeping open communication with our adversaries is something we've done for generations. We certainly did it with the Soviet Union, and we've, we've been doing it uh, with Russia and also with China. And, and I think particularly for the Defense Department, uh, because mishaps can occur, misinterpretations can occur, and these are the people that, that have the guns, and, and we've got to make certain that something doesn't spiral out of, out of hand unnecessarily. Uh, there are communications taking place. Last week, you know, our trade representative met with the, the, their uh, commerce minister in Detroit. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, our national security advisor, Jake Sutherland, had seven hours of meetings with uh, China's top foreign policy diplomat. But the Pentagon is on the front lines here. I mean, we shot down, you know, their spy balloon. Admittedly, we should have shot it down before it entered U U.S. airspace, but we did shoot it down. And that certainly railed the Chinese, and they've been pouting ever since, uh, ever since that incident. They have never spoken to the Indo-Pacific commander, who's been on duty now for two years and one month, and his counterpart hasn't spoken to him. And what, what's happening here? Well, we run our airplanes uh, in the Indo-Pacific region, gathering information on China every single day. We run our ships through the Taiwan Straits, through the South China Sea. China claims they own the South China Sea after they built the islands there. Nobody in the international community recognizes that. Uh, but nonetheless, they get all riled up by doing all of that. So the tension is there a little bit more, certainly, with the Defense Department than with the other departments of government. But I do think talking is good. Listen, we're well into what how China does when they talk. They talk nice and they play hard. That's the reality of what we're, we're facing here. N n despite the talking, nothing changes in terms of the strategic ambitions. 
dominate and control the Indo-Pacific region at the expense of the United States and allies, replace the United States as the world's global leader. That is where they are, and that is what they're moving toward. Well, it just seems like the U.S. is always the one wanting meetings, and the Chinese leadership continues to blow off the U.S. I mean, look. We've had police stations in, in America. No comment from the CCP about that. You know, we've had uh, obviously uh, other issues with the balloon. You say it was shot down, but it was, you know, flo floating above our military installations for almost a week, apparently sending uh, information from our military installations back in real time to Beijing. No comment from the CCP on that, uh, other than making up a story that it wasn't. What it was. Now you've got this report that suspected Chinese spies are reportedly posing as tourists. They're trying to gain access to military bases in Alaska. Several soldiers told USA Today in one incident a quote vehicle with Chinese citizens blew past a security checkpoint at Fort Wainwright in Fairbanks. The vehicle was eventually stopped. A search found a drone inside the vehicle. The occupants claimed that they were tourists who had gotten lost, General. So, you know. When are we going to stop asking for a meeting and start asking for answers to all of this? Well, I well understand. I I love Jack King. I mean, you better. He he's my uncle. That when we talk about Uncle Jack, that's who we're Jack King is my uncle. Okay. Technically, he's your god. Well, technically, he's your dad's best friend, but okay. yeah. But he's my uncle. He was introduced to me as a kid, Uncle Jack. That's how I've always known him. I've never known him anything different when I joined the army. Uncle Jack was in, you know, he was instrumental in getting me places and doing things um, specifically to make my dad happy. So that way they beat the shit out of me even worse. But it all worked out good. I, I love what I learned. I wouldn't change it. For anything. I wouldn't change anything I did about my life. For anything. About the military or anything. Even all the friends I've lost. Wouldn't change it for anything. <coughs> nope. Because I don't think I'd be the person I am today. If I didn't do that. However. Uncle Jack. I love you to death. You are way wrong about this. This China thing. You've been off the mark. Since you started believing in Ukraine bud. There's no war in Ukraine. I've got Instagram. We're going to get to Instagram tonight. And let me tell you something. I've got video upon video of no war in Ukraine. I'm right. There is no war going on in Ukraine right now. It's all on the rim, the edge of Ukraine. Telling you, this shit that we're seeing is not what you're being, what you're being told is not the truth. You're being lied to. There's no war going on in Ukraine right now. Kids are being funneled in through Romania and Ukraine to be funneled out to the rest of the world. That is what's going on. Albania. We're sending tons of money. Why are we sending so much money to Ukraine? Mm. When the weapons that we're sending are coming back to our southern border. Exactly. <sighs> throwing it out there. You want to get high? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. Get ready. Load it up. Get ready to light it. Because here we come.
Yes, they need the money for the buffalo farms. You're right, Lynn. What? Remember last night, oh, yeah. buffaloes? Important export buffaloes, yes. Because literally, when you kill a buffalo, it's about 1,400 pounds of meat that you're getting. Just let you know. If you ever kill a buffalo, I did with my ex father in law. So, I did one in Montana. Our, uh, our featured Shout sponsor tonight. Our featured sponsor tonight is Sirius CBD. I said last night that I had to text Shauna to have her send us some more topical. No. And then I said I had to text Megan to get her to send me more face cream. And Megan texted me back on the air and she's like, I got you on the face cream. Love you, Megan. Um, We do. And then we got a box from Shauna today before I even got a chance to text her. So that's pretty sweet. And oh, by the way, we got gummies. So gummies are available. Gummies are the shit. Go hit it. Hold on. The gummies are the best. Get seriouscbd.com. Of course, edibles do nothing to me. I'm like Jaekwondo master. Like I, I fucking I eat cookies all day. I mean, not all day, but I think I ate two cookies for lunch today. Nothing. I ate a gummy earlier. Nothing. That does nothing. Not for me anyway. Mick gets eats a cookie, eats a piece of banana bread. He's fucking racked the fuck out. Me. The, the gummies just relax. Gummies are fucking amazing. They are. Look, They're good. We got a new new package. Just letting you know. Gummies yep. are back in stock. Go get your gummies. They are so worth it. These are so good. Black cherry. That's what they um, is the uh, mm, good stuff. Black cherry. Oh man. Yummy. Get you some fucking gummies, yo. Mm. Oh yeah, when his dad—I <laughs> forgot about that. Forget that. I, I remember uh, James, like the first time he showed up on Justice Show. If you remember, they were in his studio in his apartment, and. Uh, so yes, Wolfpack, Wolverines. I'm gonna leave. Thunder Kicks. You don't turn your back on the Wolfpack, because they'll fuck you up. <laughs> you just don't do it. Where are you gonna be? So what are you gonna do? When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nabber. Nabber. <laughs> Give them the nabber. Probably always in Texas. Let me check. So, um, what's that? The uh, first time that James was on Justin's show, if you remember. Yes, they do have gelatin in them. He ate a whole bag of those during the show and didn't even realize that they were CBD gummies. And at the end of it, he was like, holy shit, I'm really fucked up. (laughs) But that's because they were smoking and. He ate a whole bag of gummies, which I don't mean, recommend you do. They they make you feel good. They do. They'll they'll give you um, little eat a couple tonight before you go to bed to see if it helps my oh, knee. Oh, the pain relief is my amazing. knee is I'm no fuck. But C B D, I mean, it's the same thing that C B D does. Yeah. It's it, it's just a, a gummy. I, I love the gummies. I eat them during the day and you eat a couple during the day, and especially if you get sore or something hurts, 
or the, the big one I have a problem with, I love the gummies for is the summer. The only problem is they don't keep in your truck. No, so you not. gotta, you gotta figure out another way to take care of them. But if you can figure that out, a refrigerator for your truck, the gummies. Yeah, but it doesn't work anymore because the, I have a different truck. I don't have a place where oh, I can plug it in, it doesn't it. plug in like that. But the, um, the gummies, if you keep them in, in your truck, and let's say you, you fuck your hand up, you do something stupid like me, you roll your ankle. Yeah, like Mick does every day. Yeah. You, you eat some gummies. Done. 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 Interesting. Always in Texas is allergic to pork, so can't have gelatin. Really? Interesting. I didn't know gelatin was pork-based. Hmm. I didn't know all gelatin was pork-based. I thought gelatin, some of it was sugar-based. No. I guess it's not because it has to be a grease, doesn't it? A pectin, yeah. Yeah, it has to be a pectin of some sort. Huh. Anyway. Okay. He, Yeah, I know. Justin's dad did eat a bag. Didn't even know what it was. Yeah, he's got a cooler. He he puts them in a cooler. Yeah, that's where I, what I do with them. That's okay. where I put them now. But like I left them in my truck, you know, super stupid the first time. When I left them in my truck super stupid the first time. It became one big it gummy. It became one big gummy. So all I had to do was take a bite. Shot, just chew. It was great. So I'm sitting there. There's this big thing. She goes, what the fuck are you chewing on? Is that, is that like a, is that like fucking, you asked me the first time you said it was, is it meat or is it a is jerky? Like jerky or you something? were like, is that jerky? And I was like, no, it's fucking Justin's gummy. They just all melted together. <laughs> I just chewing on it. Anyway. All right. Are we done with uncle Jack? Yeah. All right. Well, he was, it was done. Well, no, it wasn't. It no. was only halfway done, yeah, but, but was, basically it was um, pretty much done. That there's there's I just disagree with them. Chinese tourists going yeah. around America. They're actually Chinese spies. Yeah. And they're oh, pretending to be tourists. There are Chinese people here that were bust in through the southern border. Mm -hmm. Where are we with that one, US? Um tell me tell me something, folks in Texas, and I know we've got some of you. Mm -hmm. I know there's some of you listening, Lindsay. Where are you guys at? There were Chinese citizens that were bust in through the southern border. Just asking, just, just asking for a friend. Okay. Uh, see that always in Texas, kosher gelatin is made from fish marrow. Hmm. Fantastic. You'll have to try some kosher gelatin. There you go. Okay. You, you might want to think about that one. That's a possibility. It's, uh, you can have jello for the first time. Yeah. Kosher gelatin. Kosher gelatin. Cause it's, it's not made with pork. Yep. Okay. It has to be. I, I knew there was a way to do it because there's no way some of the Jewish food that's out there, you can't make it without gelatin. I knew there was a way to do it. They always find it. You just wait for the Jews to do it first. They did it first. They're like the Simpsons. They're the original Simpsons. Oh, God. The Jews did it first. <laughs> Are you saying? The report, which you've just referred to, mm. Nala, is so extremely important because the idea it is getting across is that there's a global carbon budget out mm. there. You know, it is 40 billion tons, gigatons a year. And if we don't keep to that, actually, we've got to go, we, we've got to shave that down year after year. We run out of steam by by 2030, you know, so it's absolutely vital. But this is all kind of based on modelling, isn't it? So we, so we do these modelling stuff. Don't we have to be careful that, that our modelling is actually correct? Because a lot of the modelling, so for example, the modelling during the pandemic, we got that completely wrong. Um, and it was so way off the mark. Don't we have to be careful that our modelling, because the outcome well, that we're predicting using our current modelling? Well, you've got 100 
hundred top scientists out there mm. behind behind this report. And one thing is not modelling, which is actually measuring the increase in, in in the presence of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. That is a that is an absolute fact. I mean, I think we're on about four hundred and eighteen you know, ppm. Mm. In the pre-industrial level was half that. So that is a that is a fact. Now it's the implications of that, which mm. of course does does require modelling. Right. And, and and I think they've pretty much got it right. You see it. I travel around the world the whole time, and you can just see the effects of it. The floods. The the the, the drought, the melting of the glaciers. So it actually means that countries need to divvy up this carbon budget between them, and then they need to divvy up the sectors, and then they need to have the measures which deal sector by sector with getting the... And if that means, actually, some of us are told, well, you can't go on a plane, that's fine. That's part of the, part of the national plan. I travel around the world the whole time. That's Boris Johnson's daddy, by the way, Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Saying that he travels around the world all the time in a private jet to see how we can affect climate change. And what do we need to do? Oh, we need to put everyone in 15-minute cities and, you know, lock them down. So what? You don't And get kill them. Depopulation. Dude, he was one of the original eugenicists. He's like a huge proponent of depopulation. Stanley Johnson always has been. So it sounds like Stanley Johnson's like one of those dudes who's probably backed Hitler before. I mean, his name is literally Stanley Johnson. I know. <laughs> Stanley Johnson. Uh -huh. I, I, I got you. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. So back to food. Look at that huge Johnson. Back to food. This is going to fuck y'all up. If there is not a better reason to grow your own food and make whatever you can from scratch, watch this clip. What is this? This is what the fuck. This is in the foldy. This is in what the fuck. So you're, we're going into what the fuck right now. Oh yeah. That is processed cheese with chemicals. It's difficult to milk it's black. Oh, look, right. You put it in a hot pan. Oh, and some of it is plastic. Plastic. Baby food. Put baby food in a plastic bag. Let them out of the town. Oh, heavy metal kits. They're ground up rock. Vitamins. Make your vitamins. That is not that. That is actually blue. Ice cream. Get a lemon over the ice cream. The ice cream bubbles, it contains washing powder. Milk. Put seaweed in milk. There's rice water in milk, your seaweed will be blue. Your milk won't change color. Oil and water, put a cotton ball in it. Rub it on a sweet potato. Never notice the organic sweet potatoes are a lot lighter than the other sweet potatoes because they dye the old produce to make it look fresh. Okay. Hold on. Let's, yeah. Let's go back a little bit so you can show them the sweet potato trick here. All right. Yeah. See you that? wash a sweet potato. Okay. Oil, just oil and water with oil a cotton ball. With, with a cotton, cotton ball. ball. Yep. Take the tie off. Walk 
coffee without it explodes. Real coffee tanks. More than water. Both like additives. Salt. The salty water. Make salt is hot. Water cloudy. Your salt is salt. But, um, what about honey? I don't know because that was the end of the video. Oh, well, then I know. Doesn't that suck? It's a cock tease. I know. It's such a cock tease. But, okay, for real though, when what I the fuck with the cheese though, when I started growing our food, holy shit, I was like, how come, like, how come the food I'm growing looks different than the food I'm buying? Like the peas, for instance. We grow peas, they come out, they're almost yellow. Like they're light green. No, we played both of them. Um, they're they're like they're yellow. They're a very light green. They're not like a bright green, like that what you get from the store, or a dark green that you get from the store, because those are dyed. Yeah, crazy, huh? It, it is. It was nuts to see some of that, but I've seen that shit before, and. Oh, you could barely hear you over the music. Well, sorry oh, well. about that. We we tried to dump it as far down as we could where you could still hear the music and everything else. But um literally the the green dye and all that shit, the the potatoes. Yeah, the, the sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes, the orange dyed sweet potatoes. Seriously, that's so simple. All you need is a little oil and water. You yeah. just wash it off with a cotton ball. You can tell if that fuck's fake. That shit it feels fake in your hands when you hold it. Like we've, we've Hold got on. poetic Jen knows the answer to the honey. Uh, when you put it in water and then you drain the water, if it shows smeared, it's not real honey. There you go. That's the answer to the honey one. Mm -hmm. Just throwing it out there. I, these are all things like if we come in here every night and we share two of these tidbits and three people in here, take it away and use it. I'm happy. Yeah. I did my job. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. We we got to talk about this old shit. Like, for instance, pickle juice, honey, and onions. If you take pickle juice, onions, and honey, and you stick it in a fucking jar, and you let it ferment for like about a week, and you pour it out, you can use that shit as an elixir for colds. Yeah. That will, that will cure the common cold. How many people knew that? How many people's grandparents told you that? How many people to this day actually still use that? Actually, I bet there's probably not a whole lot of us. My my grandpa used to make us do shots of rock and rye when we had a cold. That's because of <laughs> the analgesic effect that rye actually puts on your body in the rock part of the rye, which is the alcohol, yeah. allows that analgesic effect to take effect of your body during a cold. That's why you always do rock and rye. You're we were doing like do six years old doing shots you're of supposed to rock do, and rye. You're supposed to do rock and rye honey is what they yeah. called it. Yeah. Is they poured a that half a exactly shot. exactly what it was. It was a half a shot of honey. Yep. And, and then a half, half a shot, shot of rock, rock and, rye. and rye. Yep. And it could be the cheapest rock rock and rye. Well, what we actually would shit. do was a half a shot of rock and rye and followed a chaser with a tablespoon of honey if, to help it go down when we were kids. If you, uh, 
if you've ever seen, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about rock and rye, rock and rye is the only alcohol that you can literally pour out on a table, take a lighter and set fire to it. It will burn. It's that high. The octane in that shit is like 101. All right. The proof alone is like 98. Oh, the proof is amazing. We always Rock keep- and rye is serious alcohol. You always keep it. You always have it because a, if you have to ever have to clean a wound, <laughs> rock and rye is the way you go, bro. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you're getting, it's a pure mat. You're almost getting. It might as well be Everclear. Yeah, it's a pure mash. Yeah. That's what it is. It is a pure mash. It's a mash-based um, it's a moonshine. Yeah. It's a mash-based moonshine. That's all it is. That's all rock and rye is. And it's like 99% proof. I'm I'm dead serious when I say ni- there's one bubble, El Uno bubble, and it's a small one. And when she comes and up, my she grandpa comes up was giving us shots really of this shit when slow. we were fucking not even as high as this table. In the rock and it, it's that's it. And I'll tell you what, effect. he'd give us a shot of that shit. We'd sleep for twelve hours. We wake up feeling like a million bucks. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Of course, then when we were 13, he sat us down because there's 15 of us first cousins on my mom's side and we would rotate through spending the summer at grandma and grandpa's. Um, And so how it worked is like we'd all spend two weeks, but and one cousin would start off on their own and then some would join and then the first cousin would leave and the next one would join and we'd rotate through so that we all got to spend a week with two different cousins except the oldest one who started off because he liked to spend a week by himself with grandma and grandpa, which is fine. Um, But when we turned 13, grandpa would sit us down and we would do shots until we passed out or threw up. Grandpa expected us to pass out or throw up, not him. (laughs) Until he did shots with me at 13. I'd already been doing shots for years. Dude, that shit was nothing. Yeah, I drank a whole bottle of whiskey with grandpa doing shots one after another. And uh, and he and he looked at me and he was like, I guess I have to get a second bottle. You're the first one I've had to get a second bottle for. And I said, okay, grandpa, you want me to get it? And he was like, no, no, I get it. And he got up and he fell over. <laughs> and I was like, I'll get it, grandpa. <laughs> oh anyway that's that old shit though that's (laughs) that old school shit though that's that you know back in the day you used to start drinking when you were 13 absolutely you know my question is this right we always had beer or wine on the table when i was growing up always Uh, why didn't we hear about alcoholism back in the revolution because no 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 no, stop I'm dead serious about this. Why didn't we hear about alcoholism back in the revolution? Because they were all alcoholics and nobody quit. No, they were all drunks. I should say, and no one ever quit. No, (laughs) because you started at such a young age. You started, you knew what alcohol was when you you were handling liquor. It wasn't an issue. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the, you want to know where alcohol alcoholism really starts i'm going to tell you right now when people aren't allowed to drink it when you say you can't drink it if you're telling if you're one of those parents out there right now that you're telling your kids look don't don't you don't ever let me catch you oh no you're drinking drinking that alcohol alcohol. and you're drinking alcohol and smoking weed let me tell you oh you're fucked 
let me let me educate you real quick fast in a hurry one of the first things you learn as a kid was fair for the goose is fair for the gander so look if you're smoking and drinking and your kid catches you yeah you're fucked nope you might as well give it up because at that point you've got to say yay to one and nay to the other you have to decide your choice at that point personally for me with my kid well he's already caught so it doesn't matter i already told him which one i prefer said if you're smoking weed down with it if you're drinking we might have an issue because i know him he's a fucking drama queen i can tell you that right now as a drinker he's going to be a horrible drunk I, I, I can already see it coming. He's going to be one of those assholes that I'm going to have to punch in the mouth, put him to sleep, and then drag his ass inside because he's not going to be a happy drunk. He's not going to be me when I'm drunk. The reason she feeds me drinks is because you're a happy drunk. Because I am a happy fucking drunk. Absolutely. I keep I'm him well lubricated. Sober. I mean, I'm an a asshole fucking all the time, but dickhead okay. sober. But when I'm drunk or I'm just buzzed, I'm happy. I'm happy as fuck. You can't find me happier. Jay, you know, our, our teenager, um, partook of a mushroom, a mushroom from the freezer. And he was like, Oh, I didn't know what kind of mushroom it was. I said, bullshit, because you don't like regular mushrooms. There's no fucking way you'd eat it thinking it was a regular mushroom, especially out of the freezer. Give me a fucking break. You knew exactly what it was. Did you have a fun time? He was like, you didn't notice me laughing my ass off for like 24 hours. Well, good. Then you had a fun time. He spent a night walking around the neighborhood. He did. Hey, look, I, you know what? I, am I going to be angry about it? Could I be? Yes. Should I be? Yes. Am I? Nah, not really. Not really. Because you want to know why? You do that every, shit every day. When I walk in front of him, I pop a pill. Do you know what that pill is? It's, it's straight psilocybin and MDMA. Yeah. And then, he, and then he hands me a lighter and says, here's for your pot habit. Uh, you go be a pothead. Okay, child. I can't wait to get that kid high so he can just stop ragging on us about smoking weed. The kid <laughs> realizes it does. Uh, Holy shit, dad. You're right. It's the only thing that keeps my ADHD under control and has for years. The, the thing for me, it's medicinal. It's completely medicinal. I know when I don't smoke and I know when I haven't smoked enough Yep. because I feel everything. Yep. If I have smoked enough and I've done enough, I don't feel anything. It's, it's a very, the one physical I, pain wise, not emotionally. One of the things that made me really happy today. No, that's kind of two, twofold there. Um, one of the things that made me really happy yesterday, or actually, yeah, it was yesterday. Um, I, I heard about it. Uh, this came through the news wire through my friends at the VA. The VA just granted the MDMA prohibition is gone. They're going to start prescribing it for guys with PTSD. So folks, if you're a vet and you've got PTSD and you've never done the MDMA thing, this might be something that you might want to try because it will fucking save your life. Except trust me. There's an issue with that. The VA is not going the natural MDMA route they're using. They've uh there's a new company that is producing synthetic psilocybin and synthetic MDMA. And that's what the VA Okay, approved. listen, 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 stop, listen. Okay. What the VA approved is this. They approved 
the use of the drug. Okay. That's a big deal. Okay. That being said, doesn't mean all you need is the card that says you can have it. Think about this real quick. Mm -hmm. Stop. If I got, I already have my weed card. It's, it's just like the weed that I get here from yep. the VA. Okay. Well, the weed you get here from the VA is shit, but okay. I, but I get weed and I get flour yeah. in Georgia, which is unheard of yep. because. Well, you get it from South Carolina, but yeah. Okay. I get the. But now that it's being approved medically in Georgia, you'll be able to get it in Georgia. Correct. Instead of having I will to go to South actually Carolina be for able it. to get the weed yeah. here. Yep. So listen to this. This is the deal with the VA. All right. They're going to give you a card that says it's legal for you to get and you can get it and you can do it. Now you can go and do that. One of the things, for instance, for me and the, the weed thing is I got to piss hot. I have to piss hot or they fucking hit me up. Yep. Because they then say, they think you're selling it. Then they think I'm selling it. I'm Which like, no one would buy that shit. No, but okay. It's all dirt. Well, oh, well. it's not completely true. There's one dude who yeah. loves it for whatever reason. And I'm like, yep, that's fine. Don't have an issue with that. But. And I, I don't even sell it to him. I just give it to him. I'm like, here, dude. It's shit. I, I don't even want it, bro. It's that bad. But he, it, it is the it it is it is what it is. When this we when this mushroom thing and the psilocybin the MDMA thing comes out, it's going to require the same thing. It's going to be a card thing. It doesn't mean that they're going to pay for it for you because they're not. No, but what they will do is they'll give you a VA brand. You take that VA brand, you do with it what you will. What I recommend you do is immediately, immediately reach out to Megan. Make sure that you've got your card in hand and you show her your card and you let Megan take care of you. That is my recommendation at Kush Creams. Yes. Megan at Kush Creams. And you can call her Megan. You'd say Mick sent me here. He said, look, I'm a vet. This is what I've got. This is what the government gave me. I want the real shit. I don't want you. Because Megan works with vets on the West Coast. So she's already you don't familiar to the VA. You don't want the shit that they're going to give you through the VA. The VA shit's going to kill you. Yeah. Go get her shit. Her shit's all natural. Comes from the environment. You can grow it in your backyard and she'll show you how to do it. Sassafras. She'll, she'll even teach you how to fucking grow it and how to take care Real of it. Real MDMA comes from sassafras. So she's going to give you that. And that's the shit that's going to take care of you. I'm telling you right now, this other shit. The synthetic true, shit. Mm -mm. That'll kill you. Yep. Don't do that. that Don't do the synthetic shit. Don't do the synthetic it. mushrooms. Don't do the synthetic fucking MDMA. Don't do synthetic anything. If you cannot grow it yourself or you don't know who grows it, don't take it. Hey, and listen, I heard it this morning. We were listening this morning to Leanna's show. Leanna was talking about the mushroom coffee. Listen to me with the mushroom coffee. Be very, very careful. If it's not expensive, then it's not real. Correct. That is my yeah. experience. If it is not expensive with the mushroom coffee, if it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg just to get a pound of it. Yep. It's like $30 a pound. Like it, it's no fucking joke. It should be pretty expensive. Yeah. Okay. For the shroom coffee, the mushroom coffee or whatever, the mud water. All right. It, it's good for you. It is. Yeah. It's not the same uppers as caffeine. I mean, I love coffee. I grew up drinking coffee. I'm sorry. I'm a coffee guy. But. If it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to get it, 
It ain't real. And if I'm you, telling you, I mean, you if you right like now. your coffee, honestly, you know, I mean, mushroom coffee is great, but it's something that you would drink like during the day. Drink your regular caffeine. If you love your coffee, don't replace it with mushroom coffee. It's not the same. Mushroom coffee is, it's like a supplement drink. It and it tastes good, especially if you put your own homemade creamer in it. Which, fuck, I'm so glad I switched to making homemade creamer. Which I have to make some more because I found out that Nestle uses freaking aborted fetal cells in their creamer. Like Nestle uses dead babies in their fucking creamer. Are you kidding me right now? <sighs> anyway, what does that give though? That's my, why put it in there. It's some some kind of um like taste receptor thing. Seriously. Then then you know what? They you could use it from they bullshit. could use it from any animal but they use it from ad aborted babies. Um but yeah, you can exactly McNugget. You you don't have to depend on someone else even to make your mushroom coffee and wonder where it's from. It's so easy to grow your own mushrooms. Like that's that's my next thing. We're we're gonna do a little bit on mushrooming tomorrow with Freedom Gardens. Um, we'll do the planter beds and we're gonna talk a little bit about mushrooming because that's the next thing. We're starting a mushroom garden. Um I can't wait for that personally, but I mean the plugs, I would yeah. I'm, I'm all, all about I'm that. all about I'm the plugs. We tried to do mushroom garden inside and it attracted bugs. Yeah. It was horrible. Like there was just little gnats everywhere. Um, so but they tasted great. I yeah, mean, they were great. They did taste but great. doing them outside on logs is gonna be the way to go. Like next weekend, we're taking out the fucking chainsaw and we're cutting up a bunch of logs up front there. Right. And and we're starting the I mushroom have garden. A tree I want to get rid of good, so. perfect. Um, yeah, because that's that's we're gonna be growing mushrooms. And you can grow all different kinds of mushrooms on logs, lion's mane, reiki. Just if you like the mushroom coffee, and yes, it is legal to grow your own mushrooms. Um, then you know completely legal. Get get a bag of the mushroom coffee, see what mushrooms are in there, grow your own, dry them, ground it up, and make your own damn coffee. But it's but not that hard. Again, I, a lot of times, see like what you can also do with them you can slice them too all right you get a lot more out of a mushroom if you slice it and you put it in your coffee and then drink your coffee and eat the slice that you put in the coffee that sounds amazing you get a lot more out of it you get the caffeine and you get all of the benefits from the mushroom as well so slices aren't bad either it, it's kind of like an additive to coffee that's it. I mean, mushroom coffee's a joke. I, I don't. I'm Again, not, it's not. Re, it doesn't replace regular coffee. It's something to drink. Like if you like a hot drink during the day, drink yeah. mushroom coffee. Yeah. If you don't want to drink more than three, like if you like, if you're not like me, I have a cutoff at three cups. I'm done. Three cups. I'm I'm done. That's it. I'm done for the day. Especially in Georgia in the summer down here, normally it's two cups and I'm done. Yeah, I drink because one in the morning and one at night. After after that second cup, you're so dehydrated. It don't fucking matter what you do. It don't matter what you put in your coffee either. It doesn't matter how hydrated you are. Two cups of, down here in the heat, fuck you. Yeah, you'll, you'll pass the fuck out and die. Batman, I'm not familiar with dandelion root coffee, but it sounds very interesting and I could definitely get down with that. I've actually heard about that. Sweet. Because uh, the dandelions that we grow here, I'm like, we seriously grow six foot tall dandelions. Like those things are fucking huge. Well, it's because we have like a farm. It's not I know. Really but, a I mean, the yard. ones that grow out back, like the ones that grow well, right by the this, pond. Yeah, those are the big ones. Those are huge. Like we're going to have some serious dandelion leaves next year. 
Anyway. We'll get into that. Uh, moving on to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And her lioness. Somehow she was able to speak with Kevin McCarthy's dick down her throat, How which that? is exactly what I responded on Twitter. How can she speak with McCarthy's dick in her, in her mouth? Okay. <laughs> You'll see. Touche. Obviously, this bill is more favorable to you than a clean of the uh, uh, there, there were things left on the table that could have made a bigger dent in the deficit. Oh, there's uh, a lot of things that I would have liked to have seen happen. Of, of course. I Again, I don't fully support this bill. I voted for it for a few specific things. Um, but the reality, and I live in reality, not conservative fantasy land. The reality is, is that we barely barely control whoa stop bitch she doesn't live in conservative fantasy land whoa 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 stop stop you're also the dumb fucking cunt who's out there running her mouth about how the election was stolen from donald trump bouncing up and down on alex stein's dick until your husband found out and then you gotta go run and blow kevin mccarthy instead because oh. gotta save your career you were you are such a slut it's not even funny you will blow the first penis that shows itself to you. And that includes uh, this one. All right. You would blow this one. Okay. We need to get one of Period. Big Mike with a schlong. Oh, Big Mike with a schlong. That's a that, Big Mike with a schlong. Jay, Jay, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Big Mike with a schlong. Come on, bud. Uh, Hook a brother up. I need Big Mike with a schlong. And that should be my nutcracker. But come on, bitch. Stop. You, you said all this. You talked all this big talk. Oh, fuck you, Kevin. You can't agree with them. America first. Where's your America first there? Oh, I, I voted for I don't fully support she it. She doesn't live in conservative fairyland. Okay. okay. Good. Good. To, you're dead. Okay. You you just killed yourself. Okay. You're, you're dead to me now, Marjorie. I mean, obviously, if she's sucking Kevin McCarthy's dick, she's a dude. Come on, Poetic Jen. We know this. Just just letting you know, Marjorie, you're dead to me. Her, her ex-husband might be surprised, but. You're dead to me. One half of this house, which is only one third of the federal government. So people that I understand um, how to be successful and make deals that will actually work um, and are actually realistic, We. this is why we supported this. No, no you are such a lying twat. It, it makes me angry to even suggest that you're absolutely a Republican because there are people that here that are way more Republican than you are, way more conservative than you are, that identify as a Republican and a conservative. I don't, thank God, because I would actually feel disgusted. I, I, I think I might puke. Um, no, no, it's already in my it's already channel. There. There it's already go. there. I already got one. I got a bunch of Big Mike ones. Big Mike! Oh, um, wow. Yeah, she is an insult to real blondes. Thank you, Griff. But the setup for this, unfortunately, and this is the scary part, Big Mike is the setup for this. Oh, yeah. I've been telling you that for over a year and a half, and you were like, no, Big Mike's not going to no, run. No, no, no. Don't. No, she's no, no. fucking running. She's not. She's not going to run. She's not going to run. She's going to get installed. No, 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 no. Look. Look at how this is going to play out. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I got to steal this. All from right. You. Go ahead. I disagree. I completely disagree with okay. you on this one. Okay. Okay. Big Mike, you're absolutely right. Will be installed. Uh -huh. However, she's not going to run. Okay. I, 
I just saw RFK today. Did you guys see the interview that RFK did with, um, uh, what's his name over a uh, daily wire? Um, Ben Shapiro. No, the other one, the, um, Matt Walsh. No, the guy that smokes cigars, the Dave, uh, the dude that, Dave oh, Rubin. he's the guy. Yeah. So he did an interview with him. Okay. And Dave Rubin asked him directly, he said, okay, so if the jab goes through your test and passes, will you force every American to get it, even if they don't want it? RFK responded, yes. Seriously? Yep. So again, I, I, I agree with Leon on this one. There's some tempest to be taken with RFK. However, the point of this is that this is what's going to happen. RFK is going to do this. He's going to melt down. There's going to be, because he dropped, he's now at, I think he's at like 16% compared to Joe, who's polling 31% roughly. And that's in the highest poll. The lowest poll is 22. So if you really look at it for RFK, RFK is looking that Joe is right now polling at 25% and he's polling at 13%. This is going to hurt him. Obviously. Yeah. He knows it is. Yeah. All right. There's no doubt there. But this is what I saw today. Imagine. Joe Joe ticks up five more percent because this whole bill just went, this clusterfuck yep. of a bill just went through, right? So he's going to tick up because he's a sitting president. Every sitting president will tick up. It doesn't matter. This is a big deal for the budget. It's a big deal for American pocketbooks. All right. It means right now we can kind of put a cap, but it's only good for six months. That's the thing they didn't tell you. The cap that they're going to put on inflation is only good for six months. That's the part they didn't tell you. I'll get to that. But Joe put that cap on for six months. It's good. You want to know why it looks good? Because it looks good in the right now. And what are Americans? We're right now or we're never. Yep. That's what we are. We have always been that way. Don't argue with me about that. That's the way Americans have been. It's right now or it's never. Don't ever think. Think about your whole childhood. Oh, we are what, an instant gratification what society. Toys, 100%. What toys did you get at Christmas? The ones right now that fucking they started selling the month of Christmas. Those were the toys you get. You never wanted those. You wanted other ones. But the month they started selling toys at Christmas, what'd you get? The ones that you saw on TV every day that you are programmed to tell mom and dad about. Dad, dad, that G.I. Joe that shoots that shit out of his arm. I want it. That's what you did because you were programmed that way. This is just more programming. That's all this is. The whole fact that Joe's now going to get a chance to sign this, he's going to look like a hero for five seconds, which means Kevin McCarthy played his part, mm -hmm. which means if you really boil it all down to point one, Donald Trump played his part as well. Yep. Well, because remember, if we're right, if everything we're saying is right, if there is a good, a God, there's whatever you believe God is, and I'm not telling you to believe what God is and what God isn't. If there is a God, though, 
That means you believe in a good, which means you have to be able to believe in the opposite, an absolute evil, because you can't believe in one without the other. What they're showing us is that there are both good and evil, and they give it to us every day, one dose at a time. Well, here's my question. Was this part of Joe's um, heroism? Being a hero? His heroism? His, his five minutes of um, of being a hero. This one or this one? Oh, no, just play them in order. Okay. Uh, and just to just, you know, make sure we clear the record here, he tripped over uh, a, ba a sandbag on the stage and briefly he tripped and got up and he, he got, got right back up and continued, uh, continued what he was there to do. He did not, uh, he, he, there was no need uh, for the doctor to see him uh, as it was related to the fall and he's doing fine. You saw most of, some of you saw him last night when he returned uh, getting off of Marine One on the South Lawn. Orange, by the way, is not the new black. I'm just letting you know just ahead of time, but orange is not the new black and she's a horrible liar. And that means he was seen by a doctor. That means there was something wrong. What was wrong is a great question, but there was something wrong. Hmm. Weird. What's wrong with Joe? I don't know. Okay. Well, let's find We're going to move on. All right, Joe, let's see if you can even get to the damn mark this time. Remember, like we practice, walk around, go up and say hi to the general, and then get behind the podium. Yep, upstairs, careful, careful. You know how you are with stairs. Yeah, okay, that podium, yes. Walk forward, walk forward, say hi to the general, and stop. And stop. Where, where are you going? Not that Joe. Oh, my God. Joe, go back to the podium. Joe. Oh, my God. This is so awkward. These poor cadets. Joe, to the podium. Could you? Yeah, thank you. Direct him to the podium, please. Come on. There you go, old man. Get up there. No, the podium, you idiot. Where are you going? Oh, God. You know, I hope something happens to you later. A few moments later. All right, go ahead and walk off the stage now, Joe. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened? Did someone push you? Invisible stairs? Where? There's nothing there, Joe! It took a minute to get that uh, that audio, but you know we have friends. <laughs> we have friends in low places, you know. <laughs> we just make shit work, yo. That was just really funny, and we oh, enjoy that. Oh well, you're welcome. Magical Trevor, thank you, Magical Trevor. We will uh, definitely give him his props because uh, that shit. was well deserved. That was fucking hysterical. But that was pretty funny. Oh wow! But there's more. Yeah. Oh, is that this really happened? And this really happened. Wait, back it up. Back it up to the beginning. Where's the important part? The very, very beginning. Hold on. He hit his head on the wrong one. It's not really that pronounced. The mask doesn't make you taller, though. God, it's so difficult to watch this. 
Oh. Gotta fix the hair after, you know, make sure the mask is on after it hits the head on Marine One! Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says, well, what's all those, that what's noise? Uh, those are APUs. Those are auxiliary power units for the fucking helicopter. Stop. It's not, a big uh, deal. It's not like there's a, a missile spinning up on the White House lawn. Stop. It's an APU. It's an auxiliary power unit. That's all it is. Helicopters use them all the time. They spin up with that high whine the whole fucking time they're there. I can't stand it. Pieces of shit. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, we're still on Joe the Spy. Joe the Spy. Gotta love it. I wonder if he makes a mockery of himself in order to detract from all of the information that's coming out about what a horrible fucking spy he is. Um, Next one. Maybe. There's a, there's some possibilities to that. We never know because, you know, his family's involved <clears throat> in this, you know, six ticks deep at this point. I mean, they are down. Yeah. They're more than down. They're way down. They're all the way down. It's scary. After a long back and forth and missed deadlines, FBI Director Christopher Wray will now send a document claiming President Biden was involved in a bribery scheme to Capitol Hill. That comes after Oversight Committee Chair James Comer threatened to hold the FBI in contempt of Congress. Lawmakers from both parties are expected to review the material on Monday. The document supposedly details a $5 million criminal plot involving Biden during his vice presidency and a foreign national. One thing on the subpoena issue. So when the Republicans took over uh, and the majority in January, one of the things they said is, if we take over, we will be able to get the Biden administration, at least the cabinet, to be able to comply with congressional oversight. And that's what you're seeing here. Nobody wants to be held in contempt of Congress. So that's why Ray is making this decision. Uh, Chuck Rass, who was with us yesterday, I thought it was a pretty interesting interview. You know, right? I mean, he's seen the document. He wants others to see it in part. Um, just play this clip about the bias that he sees right now in the FBI. We are not out to get the FBI. We're out to change the culture of the FBI at headquarters. There was political bias with the uh, uh, emails of Hillary. We have political bias in the uh, uh, hurricane uh, uh, investigation that went on. We have political bias that's been proven by the Durham report. And uh, the FBI has to straighten out their house. Couple points on this. Some Republicans believe there's evidence in this document that shows that Joe Biden took a bribe, right, while he was vice president. Nothing, none of that has been proven. When we asked Grassley yesterday if something was illegal on that sheet of paper, he did not say yes. No. What he said was, I want the FBI to do its job, which means investigate it. And that's where he stands as of today. So, really quick, kind of gave you the heads up on this yesterday when we talked about it. <clears throat> we talked about this yesterday. Uh, we had the conversation about this yesterday and I told you about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. If you remember what I said yesterday, Jim Jordan and James Comer, they knew about the bank accounts beforehand. Yep. They went straight to the bank accounts. That's the point. They went straight to the fucking bank accounts. They've got the crime. They've got it. They got the crime as it was happening. Tell me something. If you had the crime as it was happening and you watched the end state of the crime, let's say you were watching the 
people pulling their money out, right? Mm-hmm. You mean they're you're watching them steal the votes? Yes. Well, not change them in real time. No, no. Because what happened with that? Nothing. No. no. What he has got, he has got a whistleblower who came forward about a bunch of bank accounts. He yep. said, I can prove it because I have the bank account and the routing numbers. James Comer, instead of going directly to Congress and talking to everybody else, and he's a lawyer, he's been a lawyer for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. He's dual educated as a lawyer. He's got his juris doctorate as a lawyer. He went to the crime as it was happening. He went and got snapshots of everything that was going on in the bank accounts. He got warrants for the bank accounts and went to the bank accounts directly. So he got them withdrawing all the money where the money went. That's how he knows whose family members and who they are and how to narrow it down because he got the crime. It was as it was happening. Essentially as everybody was getting paid off, Comer got all that evidence. That's how he knows everybody that's involved in this because he he knows where the, he knows where the payouts went. As he was trying to move money around and hide it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Comer's not stupid. He already knew. That's why Grassley answered the way Grassley answered. Grassley said, I, I, he's not going to say yes or no because he wants those bitches to keep sitting on their tiptoes going because he wants them to fuck up. He's not going to give out that card, but it's obvious for me. I'm also a trained investigator. I'm looking at this saying, look, folks, they've got all the, they, they've got all the, this is how you play when you've got all the answers. All you want your, your people to do is lie. That's it. (laughs) You don't want to say that you have it or you don't have it. But right now I'm telling you, they've got all these answers. That's why you don't hear Chuck Grassley or fucking James Comer coming out saying, I want to know where this money is because I already know it went to this account. Because once you do that, you you separate that blow up. It doesn't connect with that person anymore. They've learned that from the media. This is a media ploy that we're using against them. That's exactly what this is. That's why Chuck Grassley and James Comer haven't said shit about that. Because they're not going to say shit about it. Well, that uh, whistleblower that disappeared, the whistleblower that disappeared, he showed back up. I know. So. He didn't really disappear. Well. He, he, He just stopped talking to Comer. Yeah. That's what happened. Which means he felt. Well, hold on here. We'll, we'll let him tell or Fox News. This missing witness from the House GOP's Biden family corruption probe is alive and well. Former Israeli Defense Force Colonel Gal Luft revealing that he's been living as a fugitive in an undisclosed location. This, as former President Trump says, the Bidens are being protected by a one-sided justice system. Watch. They're being protected, and it's a uh, one-sided system. It's a very unfair system, but they're being protected. Look at the time that Biden said about the billion dollars to get rid of the prosecutor. Now, if can you imagine if I said that? A billion dollars to get rid of the prosecutor. You talk about tape. That's on tape. That's so illegal, what he said. It's America's money. We're not going to give you a billion dollars unless you get rid of the prosecutor that was prosecuting his son and his son's company. Here to unpack it all is New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor Miranda Devine. Good morning to you, Miranda. 
Good morning, Ainsley. Good morning. Yeah, can you unpack all of this? It gets in the weeds when you start doing research on who Gal Luft is, what he knew. Can you say yeah. it in layman's terms for us? Yeah, it's a very strange story, but Gal Luft essentially is a former Israeli Defense Force high-level officer. He also was a professor who used to be in a think tank in Washington, D.C., working with the Chinese business partners of Hunter and Jim Biden. And so during that period when the Bidens were receiving millions of dollars from this Chinese energy company, CEFC, Gal Luft had an inside seat to uh, see what was going on. And uh, when the business partners of Hunter got arrested in New York and disappeared in China, uh, Gal Luft decided he would go to the authorities and tell them what he knew because he was afraid he'd get caught up in all the legal shenanigans. Um, so he met with um, four FBI agents and two Department of Justice prosecutors in Brussels in March of 2019, over two days for, I think, 16 hours. And he told them that he knew that Hunter and Jim Biden had received millions of dollars in payments from this Chinese company. He uh, told them that um, he knew where the payments were going to their associate, Rob Walker. And he also told them that Hunter Biden had a, an FBI mole who had tipped off the Chinese that there were these indictments coming up. So it was pretty, pretty um, bombshell stuff, but he never heard from them again, like many of these witnesses. And then uh, just a couple of months ago in February this year, he uh, was in Cyprus. He now lives in Israel. He'd gone to Cyprus for a few days and he got arrested. Uh, the FBI had put out a warrant uh, by Interpol for his arrest. He was in jail, denied bail. When he got bail, he basically escaped. And people thought he might have been dead, but he contacted me and said, uh, rumors of my death are greatly exaggerated. Wow, and now he's in an undisclosed location because he went to authorities, he has this information, and now he has to hide for probably the rest of his life. It's unbelievable. Uh, maybe this is what the FBI is talking about. They don't want to give over that document to, to Comer because they said it could jeopardize an ongoing investigation or it could affect people's lives. Pretty scary. Thank you so much, Miranda. Thanks, Andrew. You're welcome. Have a good weekend. Ainsley, do me a favor. Just continue to sit there and be a stupid twat. She's so good at it, though. No, this document is not classified. Document is not classified. No, but the FBI says it could change people's lives. Tough shit. Not classified. Specifically You work for us. You work for us, you cocksucker. You work for us. You work for us, period. That's the way it works. You work for us, not the other way around. You show the American people what the fuck you're doing. Stop this bullshit. This, the fact that James Comer's waited this long is bullshit. Yep. Folks, that shows you, it's got to show you that the FBI is corrupt. If you don't understand that the FBI is fucking corrupt, it doesn't need to just be retooled. It needs to be fucking destroyed. It needs to be dismantled down to its basis and gone. Period. Because if it can get corrupt like this now, what's it going to do in the future? Asking for a friend, of course.
a future friend who came back in the future mm -hmm. after I found out what time travel is all about listening to Lyanna the other day. <sighs> yeah, because the world's spinning at 666,666 miles an hour. So because it's doing that, time never stops, which is a great thought. It, you're right. I guess if the world actually spun on a flat axis and that was true and the earth was actually round, I guess that would be cool. But what if it is round sort of, it is in it's a like cone a shape with a dome on the top and a dome on the top. And it spins this way, not this way. I mean, does it spin at all? It might not the sun might actually spin around us. Yeah. God did say that we were his cherished children. So that being said, why wouldn't everything else spin around us? Uh, Lyanna's Rumble channel. I don't know. Is it under Lyanna Wilbert or is it under the TNA Variety Show? I, If you look up Lyanna Wilbert, it will come up TNA Variety Show. So there you just go. look it up that way. It's a good point, though. I wonder about that. Yep. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so um, the Don. Well, let's move on to the Don. Well, then I asked this question immediately because you have to ask this question because why not? So what's the deal with the toilets in Australia as compared to the toilets in America? What? they? Uh, that's One flows clockwise, one flows counterclockwise. Uh, um, uh, what's his name had an answer for that? Our, our Flat Earth Dave. Yeah, but what was that? I don't you remember. remember. No, but because he told us. I don't remember. When he came in under the show. Yeah, I know, but that was a long time ago. I know, yeah. it was a very long time ago. We should probably bring him back because I still believe yeah. in it. I still am with him. I think the earth is flat. I really do. I think the earth is flat. I don't know about you all, but I've seen too much shit. I've jumped from 61,000 feet. I've seen the horizon in front of me, and trust me, there's nothing round about it, folks. It was flat as fuck. And I should have seen some curvature and I didn't see any curvature. I could tell you right now, I could look out for miles. That bitch is flat, flatter than fuck. It is under Leanna Wilbert, her username. So look up Leanna Wilbert. Leanna L. Wilbert. Leanna L. Wilbert on Rumble. Yeah, I'll just do this. Yeah, just uh, post it in in over in rumble for everybody yeah, else I'm gonna do. there we go and then you can check it out there always a yes the earth is a blowhole or more is. like a donut who else said what was the blowhole com comment from last night that had me absolutely just fucking rolling i don't know but it also Sparky's. came from biden sucks stuff it was no it was sparky's oh, it was blowhole sparky. where is sparky where is sparky i haven't seen him tonight sparky you out there bro what's up you good no. just checking in brother Going to the Don. Oh, Decades before my election, drug overdose deaths increased every single year. Under my leadership, we took the drug and fentanyl crisis head on, and we achieved the first reduction in overdose deaths in more than 30 years. I also proudly signed the Support Act, the largest investment ever in combating the opioid epidemic. Sadly, under Joe Biden, our hard-won progress has been surrendered along with the surrender of our southern border. It's such a shame. Now fentanyl and other ultra-deadly poisons are pouring into our country unchecked, stealing more than 100,000 American lives every single year. And many people think that real number is three to 400,000. 
Joe Biden's record is one of death, destruction, and misery in communities all across our nation. When I'm back in the White House, I will take action on day one to end this horrific plague and save American lives. Joe Biden will never solve the drug overdose crisis because he is actively destroying our border. What he has done to our border, we had the safest border in the history of our country, and now we have the worst border probably anywhere in the world, including third world countries. That's why I have previously announced I will impose a full naval embargo on the drug cartels and deploy military assets to inflict maximum damage on cartel operations. I will insist on the full cooperation of neighboring governments to dismantle the trafficking and smuggling networks in our region. And I will ask Congress to ensure that drug dealers, kingpins, and human traffickers receive the death penalty. At the same time, I will direct federal law enforcement here in the United States to take down the gangs and organized street crime that distribute these deadly narcotics on a local level. They are killing our people. They are poisoning our beautiful children. I will permanently designate fentanyl as a federally controlled substance. And I will tell China that if they do not clamp down on the export of fentanyl's chemical precursors, they will pay a steep price. I had a deal worked out with President Xi. They weren't going to be sending any more. And they were going to impose the death penalty on those that made it in China. Attacking the supply of these deadly drugs will be just the beginning. We must also do more to end the scourge of addiction here at home. Among the most important steps we can take is to strengthen the pillars that give life, meaning, and hope for those struggling with addiction, particular work, faith, and family. We need work, faith, and family. My administration will support measures to make it easier for those suffering from addiction to seek treatment without losing their jobs. We will forge new public-private partnerships for companies willing to provide job opportunities and skills training for former addicts. We will expand federal support for faith-based counseling, treatment, and recovery programs, recognizing that we are going to need God's help to steer our country out of this crisis. Finally, we will ensure that if a parent, child, spouse, or other relative needs to take time to care for a loved one fighting to overcome addiction, they are more easily able to take advantage of the family leave program, so important. When I'm president, we will not rest until we have ended the drug addiction crisis in America. We will win. It will happen. We have to win, though. Sure, Don. Have to. We have to win. Well, play play the next clip. Play the next clip and you'll see why. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Or Seattle. Mm. Gotta be. Or San Francisco. Yeah. It's either San Francisco or Seattle, one of the two. Yeah, it could be any city in America right now. Really could be. Allegheny Station. That's uh, six. <clears throat> That's what it looks like. 
you live in old downtown if you're just listening right now we're just seeing a bunch of bums on the street as they were out you know drank out getting high on fentanyl oh yeah Definitely. fucked up uber fucked up yep yeah there's exactly a lot of people, so there's different zombies. ages it doesn't matter you see everything everything from 20s to 50s to 60s to all colors all races it doesn't matter it affects everybody the same yep same disease for everybody so uh yeah folks if you don't know what to do if you that strung up with something you got to at least turn to something you got to turn to some people just at least say something um everybody needs help every once in a while it's not there's nothing wrong with asking for help especially to go to a uh, for counseling if you think you got an issue with something go find out about it but to not do anything about it like what those people are doing that's just like giving up you might as well just give in might as well just say fuck it hmm. i mean i guess whatever but but yeah the government's offering free clean needles they're offering drug kits with crack pipes and needles and they're only you know, making alcohol it swabs the whole damn thing they're only making it more fucking Anyway, go back to the Don because he did a, a thing in Iowa last night on Hannity. Oh, I know. A town hall in yeah, Iowa. I know. He did. He did. And it was. Uh, no, nope. we just did that one. Yeah, I know. That was the first one. I hit the wrong one. I My know. bad. That's okay. I'll remove it. Relax. Bear came in for a cameo. Actually, she came in to tell us that it was dinner time. If you're dog gets out of here but now her ass is like she's your dog oh no she's your dog no she's the your fuck dog out of here. she is your she could care dog. less about me bullshit she could give a fuck she less. is completely the only dog. reason that she gives a fuck about me is because she thinks it makes you happy that's the only reason that fucking she even thinks about me <sighs> wow i'm dead serious that dog couldn't i could be bleeding on the floor she'd lick up my blood she and be like man you taste you. good she you taste you. good. I'm going to eat the shit out of you when you're dead. See, she definitely loves Mick Moore. You're right, Lindsay. <laughs> Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, everybody wanted a vaccine at that time. And I was able to do something that nobody else could have done, getting it done very, very rapidly. But I never was for mandates. I was I thought the mandates were terrible. And, and you know, there's a big portion of the country that thinks that was a great thing. You understand that not a lot of the people in this room. Okay. I'm gonna stop this right here. Great question. I'm so happy to hear Americans asking this question. However, let me teach you how to ask this question where this cocksucker can't do this shit. Cause if you heard him, he immediately shoved it off on everybody else except for himself. Mm -hmm. And she asked in case you missed it, she said, um, we have lost people due to the jab because you supported the jab. She's literally telling him you have blood on your hands. These people died. We lost people because they trusted you because you supported the jab. What are you going to, what do you say to that? And he said, well, so, half the country thinks the jab is a great thing. So let me stop. This is where we've got to do the right question for the right time. 
You have to walk him into this. You can't ask him that question. He knows how to dance too good. The question you have to ask is, Mr. President, under your administration, you can you created the jab in X number of time, you know, under X number, you know, circumstances with X number of time, and you did it faster than anybody else. Get him to say yes once he says yes to that. That jab, which has been distributed to millions of Americans, has killed a half a million people that we know about in the United States. Half a million people that we know about in the United States. The jab that was given out for smallpox killed 125 people and they pulled it out in 1825. This jab still is still on the market. A, what is your first job concerning the jab when you get into office? And B, why did you support the jab and still support the jab like you do? It's a two-part question, Mr. President. Feel, feel free to take some time to answer it. Always in Texas. I don't think Annie's pregnant. She'd be showing by now, I think, with Seamus puppies. Yeah. And she's not. She's, she's eating not, more, but she's not. She's not pregnant. She's not pregnant. She ain't pregnant. Mm. Her nipples aren't even sensitive. Come on. It's the first thing that happens to women when they get pregnant. Truth. Because I, I heard about it for days. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, you're pregnant. And she's like, what? No, I'm not. Oh. So I go take a test. She took a test. Yep. She was pregnant. Yeah. Well, <sighs> she was telling me how she couldn't wear a t-shirt. No, the test didn't work, but I had to go take a fucking blood test from the doctor. Well, that's, we knew that, but I know. I, I'm just saying like, she couldn't even wear a t-shirt. She was telling me, man, I can't even wear a t-shirt. And I'm like, what? She's like, my that nipples was, are super that sensitive. Was, that was when I, I could still wear a bra. So uh, this was very funny. Um, oh, you're going to bring that out. No, I wasn't I, even going there. Oh no, I don't Holy care. Holy shit. That's not me. Yeah, I, I know. I don't Whoa, care. Ladies realize I, have, I am not doing this. I have that's no problem not on me. oversharing seriously. Okay. So Genesepi is going to make uh bathing suits for us for vacation. Hopefully, hopefully we get them in time. We'll see. Um, either way, as I told her, we're not picky. We're just appreciative. But I had to give her my measurements. And I was like, shit, I haven't worn a bra in I don't even know how long. Like, I'm like sports bra only. I've been wearing sports bras for like a year and a half now. Fuck. Okay. She's been unitted <laughs> for a hot minute. So I went, but I still have a whole drawer in my lingerie chest of bras, of old-fashioned, you know, Victoria's Secret push-up bras, my work bras, okay, from when I worked, like, and had to wear, like, a suit and shit. Fuck that. Anyway, so I put on the smallest bra I could find, which was a 36B, and I had to cinch it all the way tight, which was basically like a 34, and I could fit like two more tits in the cups. She was walking around going, hey, do you have any water balloons? I'm like, seriously, what happened to my tits? What the fuck? Anyway. So I, I had to send a Genesepi. I'm like, I'm like a 34A. I'm back to where I was in training bras when they called you a nearly B to make you feel better about not being a B. Yeah, I'm back there. <laughs> She's back to being an A. Yo. I am back to being no tits. Just no no tits. Just they're just not there. So I was a 34B the like forever when I was like a size 10. And now I'm well, what's a 42 oh. F? How big is a 42 F? A 42 F is like 300 pounds. That bitch is huge. Okay. 
Poetic justice. <laughs> Poetic Jen. She wears a sports bra. She can't. No. They're See, 42 no. Fs. Remember our, our, our best friend, Katie? Yes. When Katie was pregnant, she was a double E. Right? No, a double G. Okay. Yeah. She was, a, which I didn't even know they made that shit. And she's five foot nothing. Yeah. And she weighs like tits I've ever seen. she wears she like if you cut her tits off she weighed a hundred she weighed a hundred pounds but she weighs like hundred and twenty five pounds because her tits are so fucking big. <laughs> no joke. The water in Wisconsin is right. They're I'm huge. just telling you, the biggest boobs I've ever seen. I told her I was like, man, if I I'm just telling 42 you, forty right two F now, is some huge fucking tits, Jen. No, she. I'm sorry, that's a big fucking rack. She's she's a good friend of ours. And I told Every her, dude wants to motorboat that shit. I told my wife, I said, look, I'm just letting you know if she ever came to me, if Kay ever came to me and said, hey, I want you to motorboat my, I'm like, look, I can't stop. I've got a motorboat that I, I, you can't. There's no way that you say no to that. I know. There's just no way. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Crazy choke. You're absolutely right. Be like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm a little jealous, poetic Jen, because I I, I have no tits. She's got no tits. <laughs> I have no tits. You probably stand out in a crowd next to her. Just saying. <laughs> Throwing it out there. I believe it's a real deal. All right. And uh Lindsay, yes, Annie loves belly rubs, so Mick has been feeling her nipples. Because she loves to lay upside down with her belly up in the air and say, rub my belly. Huh. Yes, but then she gets sensitive about it and then she bites you. And... She doesn't bite me. No, she bites me because I scratch harder than you do. You do. Yeah. She likes only my scratches at certain places. There's our bear. Such a good girl. Such a good girl. Who's Daddy's good girl? Who's Daddy's good girl? Yes, you're such a good girl. <laughs> he loves his dog so much. <laughs> She's like, I gotta split my time, <laughs> my pause between mom and dad here. Such a good girl. All right. Yes. Well, keep playing the Don. All right. We'll continue. Because he was on hand. Yeah, he was. You are welcome. Joining us now for the hour, the 45th president of the United States, current GOP presidential candidate, frontrunner Donald Trump. Makes me know that there's good people out there still that still believe in this country that still want to scream those letters out together in unison. It's scary these days when you start looking around at shit. People stop doing that all together. Becomes a little worrisome. We'll continue. This question before 
And it comes up a lot. People know that I, I've interviewed you all these years. I've, I've known you almost 30 years. And people ask me and say to him, why does he have to fight so hard? Why doesn't he pick his fights a little more? Why does he have to call people names? And the only reason I think this is an important question is because these, I think everyone here tonight is likely voting for you, right? So, however, it's going to come down to those people that maybe are in the middle a little more. And the argument that they make to me is, if he would just tone it down a hair, stop a little of the name calling. Hang on. I said it's their question. Leave me alone. All right. Um, that, that it might help you with swing voters in, in, that are needed for you to get over the finish line. It's Look, Lintz, Lintz, it, it's a trick. Um, it, you don't know about that. I'll educate you right now on it. So I don't have a pen, but I have a knife. So I'm going to use the knife in front of me. All right. If, if you keep this in front of you, if you ever do it, just think about this real quick. Put a pen or a knife in your hand. And then talk to somebody. See how many times you do this. All right. That's like a dead giveaway that you, you probably shouldn't have that conversation because you're giving stuff away. It's actually a old body language technique. You used to do it with a knife for this one reason, because if you started doing that, you were trying to kill the motherfucker. That was the point. So Sean Hannity does it with a pen for the same reason he does it, but it's to remind him it's the whole mental thing that, Hey, you're talking more with your hands than you are out of your mouth. I should do it too, but I don't. No one can stand Hannity, Lindsay. You're not alone. Yeah, you're not the only one. Yeah. We're, we're just saying. Exactly. It's already hard enough electoral vote-wise for a Republican to win. What do you say to them? Okay, you ready? And I say this to everybody. I won an election. It was unprecedented. We beat somebody that supposedly had it made, and, you know, they probably did things in that election, too. They were shocked. But I came into office... And from the day I got in, I was under siege by people that have been in Washington for many years, put in there by many different presidents, in most cases, people that were against me, like they spied on my campaign. They did all sorts of things. I was under investigation and under siege, and so were my people. And if I wasn't tough, I wouldn't be here right now, I guarantee you that. If I didn't fight back, I wouldn't be here. What they did is so bad, and they've been caught now, so far, nothing's happened to them of consequence. We had an attorney general, Bill Barr, who didn't have the courage to fight. He just didn't have the courage. He was a nice man, but he didn't have the courage. He lost his courage when they wanted to impeach him. They said, we're going to impeach Bill Barr. They didn't even know why. There was no reason to impeach him. He didn't do anything wrong. But he didn't have the courage. We need courage in this country, or we're going to lose our country. All right, I'll tell you what. How about... We need courage in this country because that's what it takes to lead. How about you, you can't be scared of what you've done? Look, what I've done, yes. Have I done illegal shit? Yes. Have I done legal shit? Yes. Has more than 90% of my life been legal shit and 10% of my life been illegal shit? Yes. 
do I have the courage to still run on that? Absolutely. Because my point is this, there's nothing I've done that one of you out here has not done. That's not true. There's a lot of shit you've done that a lot of other people haven't done. I guarantee there's somebody out here that's done it. Put money on it. Shot 52 Afghani dicks off. Okay, maybe that <laughs> one is epic. Maybe that one is epic. That okay, touche. But there's nothing that no, no, no. Because think about it. Yeah, no, no, no. You want to know what? I'm gonna say no, you're wrong. Yes, there are, are no, I'm sorry. Because on I'm, our side, I have worked with roofers that can literally put a nail in with one strike of a hammer. Okay, but takes me two. Uh-huh. Takes them one. I gotcha. Okay. That's the same thing as smacking a dick with a rifle from a mile away. If you think about the size and the coefficients and everything else together, I'm sorry. It's pretty much the same thing. You're hitting it with the same velocity and the same striking power. The only difference is I did it from a distance. This guy's doing it right up fucking front in your face. I am sorry. No, there are like uh, fucking, um, there's nothing special about what I've done. The, the golf movie with the egghead dude with yeah. Adam Sandler. With yes. The in the head. yes. <laughs> Mr. Herman looking motherfucker. Oh shit. Mr. Gilmore said <laughs> you owe him his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Same shit. <sighs> but that's my point. There's nothing different. And that's, kind of the point with, with kind of with in a way with Trump but it's not with Trump because we all know that Trump comes from money yet he can get down and dirty with the little guy yeah or the little gal as it is and he the thing about he likes him thing I like thing I like about Trump he's not scared of it the but other he is ones, scared of the jab. He is scared of. He's scared of answering that question. Yeah, because his ego question. will not let him take accountability for millions of lives. DJ, bro, I'm and honestly, you, he doesn't have to take accountability for it. You can actually. That's blame the other one thing that he can push off on someone else because legit, if they lied to him, then that's it's all he has to say. Fault. Yeah, it's but at this point, without him fault. saying they lied to me, then he is taking the blame on himself. Like, I'm sorry. Everything that we've been told. Look, think about it. Think what Q told us. Question everything. Okay, well, I'm questioning everything. Don't yell at me because I'm questioning Donald Trump. Don't come after me because I'm questioning Donald Trump. Because Q question told everybody. us, question everything. Everybody. So if I'm going to question everything, I'm going to question somebody who wants to be in charge of me way harder than somebody who just wants to pretend mm -hmm. like Joe Biden. Yeah. I'm going to question the shit out of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is better have a goddamn good answer for everything he's ever done and everything else. But at the end of the day, is Donald Trump ever going to answer that question unless I have a chance to ask it or unless a real reporter has a chance to ask it or unless one of you has a chance to ask Donald Trump the question I just asked you all to tell him the next time you see him. Unless somebody has the ability to ask that question to him, we are never going to know the answer.
How do you feel about the fact that there's a half million lives on your hands? Sorry. I'm sorry, Scooby. I was tired. I'm sorry, Scooby. How do you feel about the fact that there's a half a million lives on blood on your hands? We got Scooby snacks. They're right there in the white bag. Grab the Scooby snacks. Good. Yeah, that's going to help me. No, actually, it probably won't. No, it really won't. The two that I already, three that I already ate, it probably Dude, won't be on in the first place. Fucking A. Fucking A, and I feel great. I know. I have no pain. I have no pain whatsoever mm-hmm. in my body right now. It's so awesome. I slept too long last night, so I woke up in pain. It sucked. Oh, man. That's. It feel- used to be I needed eight hours. Now, if I sleep more than six hours, I wake up in pain. It sucks getting old. It blows, doesn't it? Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Holy All right. Shit. Moving on. Snack in. Yeah, get so, your Scooby snack. That's the story you wanted me to play last night. Yes. The CNN one about Donald Trump. Yes. Read that document that he talked about in the yes. phone call. Yes. They had an update today. Oh, they did. Back to CNN for you. Really? Mm-hmm. They didn't. Oh, did, did. Just play it. Did the Patriot Party podcast rules for listening to stories on the left finally come true? What? Wait, 24 hours? Yes. See what happens? Yes. Dude, this is funny as shit. Just play it. <laughs> Get a win. This is so awesome. I can't. An exclusive new CNN reporting about the special counsel investigation and that audio recording of the former president, Donald Trump. Sources now telling CNN that Trump attorneys turned over material in mid March, two and a half months ago, in mid March, connected to a classified military document. The one prosecutors hear Mr. Trump describe on that audio recording now in their possession. That tape prompting a fresh subpoena from. Special Counsel Jack Smith's investigators for any and all documents related to Mark Milley, General Mark Milley, the Joint Chiefs Chair, or Iran. Sources telling CNN there's also a big unknown whether that document in question, an Iran attack plan, was ever actually returned to the government. Let's break down this important reporting. It's beginning with the team behind it. CNN's Caitlin Collins joins us from New York. CNN's Paula Reed is here with me in Washington, along with the former federal prosecutor, Elliot Williams, Caitlin Collins, let me start with you. And I just want to go through a little bit of the timeline. We reported yesterday the prosecutors have this audio recording. Oh, look, it's Katie. It's Trump's best friend, Katie. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Uh huh. I, I just lost my mind. I, I know. know you guys couldn't see it. So on TV. funny. Uh, you guys would have seen me just. He's sitting here going, ah! taking my headset off and I'm going nuts. Okay. So get this. You ready for this one? This is going to. I can't wait. So. Who just stepped out? Uh, Who just retired from the military? Millie. <laughs> you, you mean to tell me the one guy that's at the center of this controversy, he just stepped down. And now they're finding out that, well, actually it was Millie who signed the document out. Oh, shit. And now you can't prosecute him. Actually, you can, because if he's collecting a military retirement, you most certainly can prosecute him. And, you know, he's collecting a military retirement. But so this document where, mind you, okay, apparently Trump averted a nuclear attack from Iran. And they're trying to go after him for that. For averting. Understand what I just said. Trump. Very quietly, he didn't blow his his horns about this. Like, no one knew about it. Until now, Trump averted a nuclear attack from Iran. By killing somebody who needed to be killed, Mm -hmm. essentially, is what happened. Yep. And 
he said something about it and referenced this document. Okay. And now they're coming after him for this document. Completely ignoring the fact that he averted a fucking nuclear attack from Iran. But that doesn't matter because it's the piece of paper that's important. Listen, hear me out when I say this. And I, I know this is going to sound derogatory like I'm talking down to you, but I'm not. Okay. Trump literally averted World War III by doing that. Yes. Listen. There's a thing in the intelligence community, we call it actionable intelligence, means within 24 hours of that intelligence being gathered. Shit's about to go down. No, shit's dead. In 24 hours, it's dead. So shit's already going down. Exactly. Yeah. It's, we call it, it's not even preemptive. It's just like, hey, look, Japan just took all the decoders offline. That's a sign, look, we're going to war. It, it Don't. Don't hold your phone. Don't wait. It's it's happening. You start moving your fleets. You start deploying your military resources as you see fit. Donald Trump essentially did that in Iran, apparently. And now they want to. Who would want to hang them out to dry for this? Mm-hmm. Let's think about that real quick. Who would want to hang him out to drive for this. Well, who's being paid by Iran? Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, John Kerry. Hillary Clinton. Isn't his daughter married to an Iranian mullah? Yes. Okay, just checking. And isn't uh, Barack Hussein Obama's daughter, the other daughter, dating one of his sons? I don't know. That's what I don't know. Gossip I heard. Oh, the no, last- the other one. I I don't know. The, Whatever the other one is. The one that Hunter was banging and doing yes. lines of coke with, yes. that one? Yeah. That, that, one. that was Malia, yeah. Oh, that, no, no. The older one. The younger one. Oh, the younger one's dating yes. a, oh, okay. A dating a Carrie household figure. Gotcha. Some of the, one of the bad boys from the Carrie household. I, don't oh, I know see. which one that one is, but. Anyhow, it's so fucked up. This is all bad. Very bad. They want Trump so bad a classified document saying on that audio recording that he wishes he could share it, but he knows he can't, which is important. Uh, now in this new reporting, uh, you and your colleagues, number one, it, there's a Trump aide, Margot Martin, who goes before the grand jury. When she goes before the grand jury, they have an audio recording. And after her testimony, they send a subpoena to Trump attorneys. Walk us through the significance of this. Yeah, so Margot Martin, who is a former White House press aide who followed Trump and works in his post-presidency office down in Mar-a-Lago, went before investigators back in mid-March. She was there when she testified. They played this audio recording that we broke the reporting on for her. And we are told that shortly after she left that, that is when prosecutors sent a subpoena asking for any and all documents related to General Mark Milley, who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Iran. They were seeking any of these documents, but I'm told it was also made uh, clear to the Trump legal team that prosecutors specifically wanted the document that Trump references on that audio recording. We know that documents that document is related to Iran. We know that it is also related to General Milley. That's what Trump indicated in that audio recording that prosecutors now have in their possession. But here's what's key here. I am told that Trump's attorneys were unable to find this document. They turned over some material related to this federal subpoena that they got seeking 
this information related to Iran and General Mark Milley. But the document itself that Trump references on that audio recording, they were unable to provide to the federal government. So okay, Chris that's raised so a lot of questions weird. It about that document. document and then it went dead. Like, she's still talking. When I asked Jim Trusty, Trump's attorney, about this the other know. night, whether or not that. You want to know what the crazy part of this is, or what they're saying the crazy part of this is, hmm. is they can't find the one document that Trump referenced. Yeah. Hmm. Why would that be important? Hmm. Because Donald Trump would have never signed that document out himself. No, Millie signed it out. Yeah. Yeah. So where's that document now? And who's not in office? It's um, it's ash somewhere at the mm. bottom of the Potomac. Yep. And uh, neither one of them are in office. So isn't that weird? Yeah. And what else is going on? Oh, Joe Biden's getting looked at for all this other shit. And yet we got more Donald Trump fucking drama. It's all that counts. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. It's all that ever matters. Oh, shit's getting old. It it's is. the same playbook over and over again. If you haven't seen it, that's it on the dawn. All right. Where do you want to move to next? I don't know. Because there's right. so much shit left. It's what not even got funny. Left? We have COVID Durham. scam, congressional chit chat, Durham. Uh, we'll go to congressional. Oh, there's so much in there. We'll go there. We'll start there. We'll do our best to get through this. That's we'll, not we'll, going to happen, but okay. We'll try our best to get through this. How's that? Okay. Because this will take up some time because they're fucking stupid there. They are. They're really stupid there. But this. Mr. Carr, I hope the only reason that you're going to appear on CNN is for the quality of your peaches. Uh, we have no audio. We have no audio. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. There's people talking. Senator Kennedy? Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, now clips won't play. Okay. It well, seems to me that, uh, that America was born right on there. We're getting no shit. Ooh, we getting we getting shit can right now. No shit. All right. Some can you guys hear us? I I'm just asking. Yeah, just want to make sure you guys can still hear us. Give me a five by five in the chat if y'all can hear me. Cause uh Well, let's close up with a story then. A little worried. And this was an interesting, yeah, they can hear us. All right. This was an interesting story in Breitbart. A couple in the UK had a baby, brand mm -hmm. new baby. And you know, in the UK, they have socialist healthcare, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like deers. You have to register yeah. your baby, right? Yeah. In order for it to receive healthcare for the rest of its life through the government. Right. Just like if you have a child they hear here. The video. You hear the video. But well, we can't hear it. Well, that's really fucked up. That's uber fucked up because we should be able. They can hear both of us, but. We can hear. Oh, well, Griff can't hear the clips. Rumble can't. Okay. I don't even know. The anyway. clips not. Okay. All right. So then That's they can't hear weird. the clips. Okay. So um, anyway, so this, this couple in the UK, they gave birth. They had, an, had a brand new baby and they, uh, they had to, you know, register the baby for healthcare and on the registration form, it asked if their baby was transgender or non-binary. They're newborn. The UK, the British government is asking parents if their newborn babies are transgender or non-binary. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I, I, can you guys hear that at all? Did you hear that? I can't even hear that. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. Like, we just lost all of our audio. That's so weird. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Can you hear us? Yeah. Then why the fuck can't we hear anything? This is. Oh, there it's it a is. bold okay. strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Now we can hear it. All right. Let's, do Let's it. see if the clip plays now. Let's see if it plays now. All right. Uh, bring this back up full screen. Let's see if we can hear it. There you go. And uh, you can't operate a farm without workers. We can't feed ourselves or the, or the or our world's neighbors without without farm workers. And sometimes we we need help from neighbors who live in foreign countries. Is that a fair statement, Mr. Costa? Yes, I believe immigrants play an important role. Um, Dude, with the mask. Mr. Costa, do you believe that illegal immigration is illegal? Under the statutes, yes. Okay. Um, Mr. Sakara, am I saying your name right? You, do you agree with that statement? Yes, sir. Um, Mr. Costa, what, what grade, A, B, C, D, F, would you give President Biden's administration on combating illegal immigration? Uh, I, I, I don't know what grade I would put. I think they've made, they've made some uh, useful improvements, um, but... Uh, you know, I, I think that the, the border has, there's so much money going to the border that I think the border is mostly secure. People are mostly turning themselves in. They're not really crossing the border you without can't, authorization. You can't give a grade? You're an expert on, on immigration and you can't give a grade? Oh, I, I guess if I had to, I'd, I'd probably be about a C right in the middle somewhere. A C or a D? Uh, a C because they kept some Trump policies in place. They've made some improvements. Right. They're sort of in between. Okay, how about you, Mr. Sakura? Are we grading on a curve, Senator? No, sir. Um, I, I would be generous and say a D minus. Okay. All right. C can can we agree that either President Biden's administration believes in open borders are the person that he has put in charge of making immigration policy is not qualified to manage a food truck? I would fully reject the notion that the Biden administration believes in open borders. Okay, how about you, Mr. Secure? At the risk of being too lawyerly, I, I might be interested in the definition of open borders. I think it's certainly fair to say there is uh, a significant a lack of significant enforcement at the border and in fact my clients who well, let, me, let me try to let me try to put a finer point on it right now we have conscientious farm workers who live in other countries some of whom have worked here before we have Nigerian doctors, we have German engineers who are waiting years patiently in line trying to follow the rules of legal immigration to come into our country. But yet, the Biden administration will welcome anybody who can 
either secretly or less than secretly come into the United States from the southern border. Is that not correct? I don't believe so. I believe that the people showing up at the border are mostly seeking humanitarian protections because there's a dire need in this hemisphere. How about how about you, Mr. Secure? Do you think that my description is correct? I do, Senator, and that seems to be obvious from watching the evening news. Well, the agencies responsible for the legal immigration system, Mr. Costa, are failing to process applications promptly, aren't they? For, uh, I would say it depends. For, for low-wage uh, work visas, uh, they are uh, mostly processing them quite quickly. Well, we've say. got a backlog of 24 million applications. That what do you mean it depends? It depends on which visa you're talking about. I would say for H2B, for instance, uh, the USCIS prides themselves on how quickly they process those, those visas when, when it comes to other things like work permits, they've been they've been slow, and I think the problem is that Congress has not appropriated funds for them. They they have this well, it's fee based always structure. Money. We're now we now have a larger federal budget adjusted for inflation than we've ever had in the history of the United States of America. But with all due respect, always the money, Mr. Secure. Um, what kind of job do you think that the Biden administration has done with legal immigration? with a 24 million person backlog? I think any fair estimation is that it's poor. Well, can we agree that legal immigration is good and, and illegal immigration is bad? I would think so. The country is founded on immigration, people coming here from other countries. Legal immigration it, is good, yes. Does anybody disagree with that statement? Does anybody want to defend the Biden administration's 24 million people backlog in legal immigration, but yet millions have come illegally across the border? Does anybody want to defend that? Anybody? Thank you for being here. Senator Padilla. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I want to thank you and for this hearing. The There's a limited. Seriously, with the mask. Well, he's a turd. Seriously. What do you want? I don't know. Maybe his mask will catch fire from the lies coming out of his mouth. No. More from this, I think. What flames yeah, coming out of their butthole? There, there was a bit of that. All right. There were some flames. What's the next one? Congressional chit chat. Not aware of what they're entitled to under the Idle Advance Program. Senator Paul. Administrator Guzman, I've sent two letters to you signed by 50% of the committee members requesting specific information regarding PPP loans to Planned Parenthood affiliates. Uh, we have not gotten a response so far. How many first draw PP lo PPP loans have been approved to Planned Parenthood affiliates? So specifically on, um, on specific borrowers, the SBA has not commented on specific borrowers. Well, I'm asking you, I'm, I'm in charge of oversight over your trillion dollar agency and I'm asking you, how many have been approved? Well, we don't publicly um, release that information and one thing- So you are in defiance of Congress, you will do what you want, not what Congress wants. 
We have provided you a full listing. The, the you, you have not provided us with any listing of Planned Parenthood affiliates who've received money. This is an ongoing problem. The previous administration said it was unlawful. This is a big deal. The previous administration said it was unlawful and told them to return the money. Your administration is now giving them money. This is a legal question. This is a big deal. This isn't something you come to Congress and just say, I'm not going to answer the questions. Not at all. While I can't discuss specific borrower information, we no, you, you, no, one, no one is stopping you from discussing this. In your written testimony, you discussed an individual recipient of, of money through the program. So you are willing to talk about individual recipients. You're just not willing to talk about Planned Parenthood. I, I have a question. Yeah. I, this is, I, I'm being dead serious. First. Yeah. If, I, I, Ram, I like the line of questioning. I don't like the responses, and I don't like the fact that he's letting her get away with it. Those are my two really big issues right off the bat. Bitch, shut your fucking mouth. Sit the fuck down. You answer to us. Well, the people. Let him keep going because he's kind of not letting her get away with it. No, he is. He's... She, he was she, just like, obviously that that's that's wrong because I know, you, but but again, he's going to go into another diatribe. Well, they're just going to talk. That's all they ever do. Drives me nuts, folks. When's enough enough? Even Glenn Beck's asking. Yeah. Oh, everyone's asking. But there is a legal question here. We want to know how many first draw loans were given. We want to know how many second draw loans. We want to know, since Patrick Kelly, your associate, came here and told us that the affiliate rule has not been reversed. The affiliate rule predated, as far as I'm concerned, the Trump administration. It goes back decades because it was done to protect small businesses. So small business programs were supposed to go to small businesses, not big businesses. So Planned Parenthood has 16,000 employees. The previous administration determined that they're a big business. And yet you continue to give them money and you won't tell us how much you're giving. You won't tell us if you've reversed your policy. Have you reversed the longstanding affiliate policy that has been part of the Small Business Administration for decades? No, we have not. And if I may, I, what we did provide to you is the full listing of all of the PPP loans. So it wasn't, we don't have a specific PPP file, but we did provide to your staff the full listing so that you could look at all of that information, including any Planned Parenthood. Um, you know, specifically on the affiliation rule, nothing has changed um, with that regard. However, what I would say is that, um, you know, it, specifically the uh, on affiliation, what applies here is management. Apparently the data you sent us that was in collection was sent months ago and doesn't include the new loans. So we want to know about the new loans. I think we discovered the old loans and now we'd like to know about the new loans. But then we have to have an answer. If it's illegal according to the small business office to give money to Planned Parenthood, how did it become legal if you haven't changed the policy? So the previous administration said they are a big business. They said, give the money back. You're giving money to the people that the small administration said it was illegal to give money to. That is a conundrum. That is a real problem. And and if I could speak to that letter, that letter was not a policy um, statement. It was not process. In fact, the letter doesn't exist in SBA systems as it's not 
Um, it's not Wh which letter. Process. Which letter? The, the the letter that you referenced before in your letters to us about this issue um, specifically, and so we don't have. But what are you talking about? The letter. What letter are you talking about? You're talking about the policy. You're talking right, which I which I would say is not a policy. How PPP. So you're saying that the previous administration, when they denied funds to Planned Parenthood, they did not refer to a policy. They did not refer to the affiliate policy, which is the policy. You're That's saying the correct. affiliate policy is not a policy? The affiliation rule is a policy. Um, what they were referring to was general. The affiliation rule, as we shared with you in our recent letter to you, and I apologize, that was yesterday, um, so I'm not sure if you've had a chance to review it, um, but affiliation arises under certain, um, under certain circumstances. Some of them don't apply to nonprofits in the case of ownership or board um, you know, excuse me, stock options or um, relations, identity of interest, which is more for foundations. But where this does apply is on management. Um, and that's either where there's control of the officers. But, um, but you can see how uh, common sense would dictate that you would put something forward saying that you've now reinterpreted the policy to say Planned Parenthood is no longer a big business, but a small business. Well, because you're, you're working in direct contradiction to the previous Small Business Administration that said they are a big business. They went through all the same rules you're listing for me, and they concluded that, yes, Planned Parenthood had direct control over the affiliates, that the policies and the actions were dependent on the national branch, and that they did not meet the definition of a small business. And so you are aware that not only is Planned Parenthood a politically controversial agent, you know, entity, but it's also one that the rest of government has controls on. We have put the Hyde Amendment in for decades to try to prevent taxpayer money from paying for abortion. Mm -hmm. But now you're going around the Hyde Amendment, giving them money, but then you're also reclassifying them as in not a big business, as a small business, but you're not being forthright. And, and if I may, I did not say that the, I'm not judging on the policy specifically with affiliation for a specific borrower, because again, we do not do that. I'm sharing the affiliation rule with you um, for, your, um, for your guidance. However, um, we don't, basically the borrowers attest to certain eligibility and the lenders can rely on that attestation. The, you know, the SBA doesn't directly. Um, but they were ruled the illegal by the it, and that's the point that they, she can't seem to wrap her head around. It's, like she doesn't care about the law. Like they were ruled illegal for a fucking reason. Cause you were killing kids. You were murdering children. They proved it in a court of law. That is the problem. That's why they said they would never fund them again. And she is literally falling back on legal semantics. Yes. So complete. when when COVID hit and all these PPP loans came out, I was working for the largest franchise holder of Marriott's in the country. Okay. One company, Columbia Sussex Corporation. You know what they did in order to get their PPP loans? Which, mind you, when they got their PPP loans, they didn't keep their employees on. No, no. They used them to renovate the hotels. Okay. So... And, and they just played the numbers game. So they fired most of, or they laid off most of the regular staff and they hired on construction crews. So the numbers stayed about the same. Okay. But how they got those PPP loans is they registered each individual hotel as its own company. So they were no longer a big business. 
than they were a small business. So when she's talking about the difference in management, they did the same thing. Each Planned Parenthood was registered as its own LLC, as its own small company with the manager of that particular location being the one in charge. And that's how they got the PPP loan. She is playing legal semantics. Doesn't matter that the Hyde Amendment says that taxpayer dollars cannot pay for abortions. That's why the government cannot pay for soldiers' abortions, even though they do now. Um, But that's also in violation of the Hyde Amendment. But regardless, that's why the Trump administration said that it was illegal for these PPP loans to go for abortion because taxpayer dollars cannot fund death. I would be more angry about the uh, whole... Hyde Amendment being used for military abortions, but it, a personal situation. Personal so, situation. Yeah. I anyway. kind of don't really give a shit. So uh, unfortunately, we did not get. Uh, my, we started out the week great. Monday, we got through everything because it was such a quiet news day, being a holiday. And now we're so we're we're way far behind. So um, yeah. Oh well. Uh, I did chat with Vince a little bit. Text with Vince during the show to ask him if they were broadcasting tomorrow night. They go on at eight thirty. So we will not be broadcasting on the red pill on the red pill channel for the premiere of Plandemic three, because I would hate to get three quarters of the movie through and then have to drop the red pill. That would just suck. Yeah. So we will just be broadcasting on the Patriot Party podcast channels tomorrow. So if you're watching on the red pill project and you want to watch um, the movie with us, Plandemic three, then come on over to the Patriot Party pod. We're on Rumble. We're on Pilled. We're on Cloud Hub. Yep. Um, we're pretty much everywhere else, but Spotify and well, Twitch. Josh doesn't put us on YouTube or on Twitch. I don't think so. Anyway. Um, no, we're not on Twitch. No. So anyway, so, uh, Twitch we got fucked out of yeah. this. So we'll be back to, I'll, I will be back tomorrow you with Heather yes. for Freedom Gardens at Correct. 2 PM, new time, 2 PM. And it's the time. The time, permanent time, the 2 time. PM. Yep. Period. We're not fucking not changing it. No it. More. Nope. 2 PM. 2 PM. We tried out the morning show. Didn't work for me. I'm not really a morning person. Not like that. Um, I do better on broadcasting in the evening, in the afternoons, in the evening. So 2 PM tomorrow. And then we will be back at 6:30 just on the Patriot Party podcast channels for the premiere of Plandemic Three. Correct. Okay. And then, and then Sunday. Sunday we've got our normal mm-hmm. true spiracy at 2 p.m. We'll be playing Stu Peter's new movie. I think it's called End Days or Final Days or something like that. And then, um, yeah, Satan Unbound. And yes. anyway, it's we've movie got, weekend. We've got a movie bit of a movie weekend. weekend. And then we also get to talk some, about some dark shit. So fun stuff. It'll be interesting. Yep. So anyway, we're going to get out of here because Conversations on the Fringe is coming up next. Yep. So check out Josh over on the Red Pill Project, or you go over to uh, James. James starts his show right about an actually, hour ago. They're actually started thirty minutes ago. Yeah. So either way, uh, you can check out either one of them. Uh, they're out there. Uh, we will check you out later. You all have a great night mm-hmm. uh, for the Mick and B Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching. Later.
burgers and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. Hey, you can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, sun running your Strapped up in a wacky, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O-I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mile. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty south With a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun race from the woods to the plate Fuck around and find out.